Hey, this is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram and co-host of DC Figures and Collectibles Podcast. And I'm here to talk to you a little bit about uh, some of my favorite figures, and that is from the line of Beast Kingdom figures. They make some figures that I would describe as hot toy level face sculpt with a Mafex level articulation. And this is from their DAH line, which is Dynamic Action Hero line. Uh, they have figures from Justice League as well as Batman vs. Superman from this line so far. If you haven't checked it out, you definitely need to check it out because these are fantastic prices from anywhere from $50 to $60 with, I'm telling you, hot toy level face sculpt where it looks exactly like the actor. Exactly. And articulation... On those hot toys, you know, they're inhibited sometimes by the cloth. Not these figures. These figures, are they're not cloth. They're like Mafex-style articulation. So you could get them doing the most dynamic of poses. And, again, the, the quality is out of this world. They don't feel like they're going to break on you. And for the value, for the price, you can't go wrong. So check out Beast Kingdom today. And... Trust me, you won't be upset. You won't feel like you did the wrong thing. You're going to want more of these figures. So check out, again, Beast Kingdom. Hey, what's up? This is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram, as well as co-host of DC Figures and Collectibles Podcast. And I'm here to talk about Soap Studios action figures. They're action figures that come with soft good clothing, they are articulated like crazy with up to 27 points. They come with tons of accessories. They're highly durable, highly detailed, and I cannot recommend them enough. If you desire to get a Soap Studio figure yourself, especially the Reverse Flash that is up for pre-order right now, uh, I would get on it right away because a lot of people are getting this figure. If you want to know where to get it, I would go to SideshowCollectibles.com. It is available for pre-order right now. And if you want to get another Soap Studio figure, ones that have already been out, you could definitely go check out Big Bad Toy Store. They have them available as well, like the CW Flash, CW Arrow, as well as the two-pack featuring Bruce Wayne and Ra's al Ghul from Batman Begins. I highly recommend these figures. I think they're spectacular. Uh, I think they definitely are going to be competition for Mezco sooner rather than later. I can't recommend them enough. If you guys need to go get them, you know where to go. Again, Sideshow Collectible for pre-order of Reverse Flash. Big Bad Toy Store for any other of their 112th scale figures. You won't regret it. Tell them DC Figures and Collectibles sent you. Hello and welcome to DC Figures and Collectibles. I'm Tyler G. And you can find me on Instagram at Batman Figs and on YouTube at Batman T 
TAS Figs. I'm here with my co-host right now. His name is Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello, everybody. I'm Scott at the.batfan on Instagram, and thank you for listening. Hello, Tyler. How's it going? It's going good, Scott. How was, uh, I think there was a holiday that just passed. How was your Christmas? <laughs> uh, it was very, very good, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, really enjoyed it. Good time with family and got some cracking new toys. So all good. How was how was your holidays? My holidays, uh, it was absolutely splendid. And in terms of gifts and toys, I got some surprises that I definitely didn't ask for, but turned out to be stuff I definitely liked. Uh, in terms of gifts. Scott, did you get everything that you desired that we talked about in previous shows? Uh, yes, indeed. Like, it, it was. Please I tell was, us. I was very lucky, to be honest. I got the Arkham Asylum Bane, who I'm going to be taking a picture of for our weekend theme, and also which is uh, which is a boss battles theme for this weekend with Lewis, who is at the Bat Collector on Instagram. So that's going to be a fun weekend. Yeah. Got some very exciting and different posts coming up. So that's going to be fun. Um, Also got a Batman and Robin Young Justice figures with little diorama pieces, which is very, very neat. And I also got the Asylum Extreme set, which is... No. I, I still haven't technically got it, but... I've paid for the customs charges and it'll be with me within a matter of days. So I'm looking forward to that very much. So I was about to say, there's no way you have it in your possession. And there's no picture up yet. <laughs> the, literally the second I'll get it, there'll be pictures uploaded. That's, yeah. That's exactly how I would be. I'm very excited. That is very exciting. I cannot wait. That's what I'm looking forward to the most. God is seeing your first post with the, Arkham Asylum Extreme set. Oh, man, I've got so many photos planned that I want to take of it, so I'm really looking forward to it. But uh, oh, it should be, be fun. interesting. So what have you had for Christmas? What has Santa brought you? Well, Santa was good. I guess I was a good boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got some things I expected. Like I got the uh, DC Multiverse Signature Series. Uh, Linda Carter, Wonder Woman, which turned out to be superb, way better than I thought. Uh, mm. I actually posted a, pi- a picture today of her. I, I really like her. So, I just really should mention that I was gonna, I was gonna talk about that picture because the the detail you captured on that figure and the and, and to, to me, like the facial sculpts, it that figure is a joke. It's incredible. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm saying. It looks way better than you imagine, especially uh, because one of those pictures where you see the product uh, pictures and you're like, oh, that kinda, they kind of make the face look round and puffy and not a lot of detail. But once you mm-hmm. get it in hand, it, it actually looks really good. Yeah, you capture that picture really well. I mean, I'm, I'm not just saying this because it, it's you, but I genuinely think that is the best picture I've seen. Ever. The, the face is, is fantastic. You really capture the face brilliantly. The, the sculpts of it.
uh what i think uh the next thing i got was did you did i go out did i go dark there for a second scott it, it did go dark for a second ah yeah what i said was if you're on the fence about getting that wonder woman figure i would definitely get it because uh there's not too many times in life they're gonna make a linda carter wonder woman that looks that good that's that articulated yeah i can't so. even remember any other linda carter wonder woman figures I can't even yeah, remember. maybe like a Barbie or something. <laughs> oh, good lord! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, other than that, uh, I got I got this one thing that turned out to be way cooler than I thought it was going to be, and it's because I refused to pay the seventy dollars or a hundred or so to get the Batmobile with it. The uh, Bat Signal, the DC Collectibles Bat Signal. Ah, uh, yeah. Instead, I got this kind that is a very powerful light, and it's die-cast metal, and it comes with a book, and it actually uh, fits in pretty nicely, and it looks pretty good, I'd say. And and it, it was, that, does. that picture you took was great. Yeah, and it's significantly cheaper than having to buy the DC collectibles one along with the extra figures and all that. So, mm. Plus, it doesn't hurt that it's metal. I really like that. Yeah, absolutely. And they, it, it looks some really nice sculpt as well. Oh, yeah. And then I <laughs> I got surprised by my little sister. I have two sisters, and the youngest one uh, is a big Star Wars fan. And so she knows what I do, and she enjoys my work, but she she is tired of seeing Batman, she said, and she wanted to see some <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> so she got me a Princess Leia and a Darth Vader and a couple other stuff, and so... I'm going to have to start working in some Star Wars here and there for her. <laughs> so, you got to give the people what they want. Yes, yeah, so definitely my little sister because she uh, she is a creative type and she always uh, has supported what I do. So I got to gotta keep her happy. I guess so, that's really cool and, and quite nice that you've got a surprise with figures. That's, that's, I like that. Yeah, well, it's it definitely was, and it's cool that they want to push me and try to get me to do something different too. Yeah. So then another figure I got that I would at first it was more of like okay I kind of need it just to have it because everyone has it, and I really enjoy the comics so I'll get it. But it turned out to be a lot cooler in person, which is always again something us collectors like is the. Uh, Noel Batman or the Lee Bermejo Batman. Oh, yes. They did a really, really good job of sculpting it in, in a way that captures uh, how his artwork looks, which if you've ever seen his artwork, you've seen it once, you'll never forget it because it's so distinct and uh, detailed and very cool looking. Uh, do you have that figure? I haven't got the Batman. I've got the Superman, which is a beautiful figure, but I haven't got the Batman. Ah, that's perfect, because uh, that's per what do you think of the Superman? Do you think it's worth getting? Amazing, what do you think? Amazing. Genuinely one of the best Superman figures that you can buy. I, I, but the, for the same reasons you said, for the detail, and it, it literally looks like it's come off a comic book. It's not like some of the, like, I don't know, like the Capullo designer figures where the they look more like an animated figure, but they genuinely look like they've come off the page of a comic book. Dang, I definitely need to uh, go check out that Superman then because I'm extremely happy with the Batman. Yeah, the cape alone is just pretty cool. Oh, it's just spectacular figures. Very, very nice designs, and the sculpts of them is just absolutely amazing. I'd like 
that Batman looks fantastic. Yeah, I'm definitely a fan. And then uh, some new figures that I got. I don't know. Did you get any new figures in the post uh, separate from Christmas? Since we're going into new figures we've gotten. We got a delivery of Anarchy. And oh, it was the second Joker. Like the infected variant Joker from Arkham City. When you receive those? Yeah, I've got both of them. Um, what do you think? That Joker goes straight into the top five as the best figures I own. <laughs> that is good. Just he, he, the details of joke. Like it's weird thinking that figure's been in its box for like nearly eight years now, and it's finally been opened. Dang. But um, anarchy, oh, that figure's incredible. I, it, it's certainly one of my favourites because of the fact that it, you can't see the joints in his arms or anything like that. And I've got a post coming up of him hopefully next week. And just something about that figure that just makes it, it it looks so, so good. It looks very premium as well. And yeah. And it still works and stuff, even though the joints are hidden well. Yeah, absolutely. Like you still got the double double joints and the arms and things like that. And um, the, the whole line of those origins figures are just so articulated. It's fantastic. Brilliant figures. Um, And Anarchy is definitely one of the best from that line. (laughs) <laughs> yeah he always he always struck me as a visually very cool character and i always wondered why you don't see more of him so it was always cool that the video games included him. yeah absolutely and i love that they included some of the lesser known villains like him and like professor pig as well and yeah and um it's really interesting to see these characters on the screen and they can kind of um adapt the versions of them as well to make them fit into that universe so they can like you know in, almost not not introducing for the first time but it's going to be a lot of people's first experience of the characters so they can kind of go a little bit crazy with them and and really sort of i don't know make a whole new whole new villain out of them which is pretty interesting anarchy was certainly one i would have liked to see more of maybe an arkham knight as a side mission or something would have been pretty cool yeah, I know that was definitely my first exposure to Anarchy was those games. Mm. It's really interesting, and I love the, like the some of the things that he says to Batman. And, you know, he's a very sort of, even more so in this day and age, very sort of like relatable villain. Like you know, the problems. That yeah, almost likes. almost V for Vendetta like. Mm, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, but um, yeah, he is a one damn fine figure. <laughs> he is. <laughs> That's a perfect, perfect review. <laughs> Any other uh, cool figures that you got? Uh, I think that is about it. I've not. Um... Any more on the way on post? Oh, you do have a few in post. I know I that. Do got have a couple? Yeah, that Mezco Tactical Batman is one that I can't wait to get. He's hopefully going to get released in the next couple of weeks. So that's exciting. I've seen a few people get delivery of him from Mezco. So hopefully. The suppliers will get them very soon, which is yeah. great timing because everywhere has just sold out of them recently. So I'm glad I managed to nick one in just before they did. <laughs> so, you were very smart. Uh, I try to be. <laughs> but um, that, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. So yeah, a few few different things come in, but um, yeah. It's yeah. pretty decent. Oh, there are, and also a Catwoman Arkham City figure, but I've already spoke that before. But yeah, looking forward to taking some pictures of her. 
You you don't have any Flash or Superman coming in post? Ah, you reminded me. Yes, they yeah. they are with the very kind guy called <laughs> Danny Rab thirteen on Instagram. Check him out. He's got an unbelievable tattoo. Uh, <laughs> Deathstroke and Batman and Hawkman so check him That's out it. and he is going to post them out tomorrow um, so I'm very excited about getting those and even more excited after seeing your photos of them yeah they're, they're I actually I got more figures after Christmas than during Christmas <laughs> I had absolute uh, outstanding luck yesterday mm. that, that I'll get into right now um oh so definitely. I decided I'd, I decided I'd go toy hunting for and I was just like yeah I got nothing else to do I got some time to go I'll go toying I'll go to Target. So I went to Target and I was hoping that they'd put out um some multiverse since Christmas was over and they hadn't put anything out other than the Aquaman 2 pack where he battles his brother for like quite some time so I was like hoping that they had some new stuff out. So I went and they had the Clayface wave out, uh, the Clayface uh, Collect and Connect. So that was like the Martian Manhunter, Two-Face, uh, Superman, Rebirth, and um, what else? Oh, yeah, the Green Lantern, and yeah, that kind of stuff. Oh, and Batwoman. So... I at first I didn't see the Green Lantern girl, so I was like, Yeah, do I want any of these? And then I was like, Oh, Green Lantern, I'll get it. So I went to the checkout. I swiped because uh, it's a self checkout. I swiped it and it came up as five bucks. Huh, that is crazy. I couldn't believe it. And it wasn't marked for sale or anything when I got it. I was prepared to spend 20 bucks. So I I paid the five bucks and got out of there as quickly as possible before anything changed. <laughs> Just ran away with it. <laughs> yeah, because I was looking on Amazon, it's like you couldn't even get it unless you wanted to pay a hundred bucks. So wow. Yeah, and on eBay it's like forty, fifty. Shoes. He's going for a lot. So wow, that's crazy. I, I knew she was a ref. I didn't think it was it was that expensive. That's incredible. It's a great find. Yeah, perfect find. So then I was like thinking, okay, I got Batwoman. I got. Uh, this Green Lantern. No, oh, they're, they're only five bucks, so I figured I'd go get the rest and get just get the clay face. And the clay face is humongous. He's almost a foot tall. Oh, wow, that's awesome. he's, he, yeah. I'm really happy. I don't know what Target was doing if it was the end of the year sale or what, but um, if you guys want to check, just grab a, a DC Multiverse figure and go to a self checkout and scan it and see what pops up. You don't have to pay for it. Just scan it, but yeah, that's my that's my hint of the week. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! So you got that whole line of figures for like under thirty bucks. Yeah, I walked out of there uh, with the figures I needed. I paid nineteen dollars for. <laughs> oh, that's daylight robbery. That's brilliant. I yeah, I felt almost guilty when I was like, I didn't steal. I I paid money. I paid what they told me. Mass brought them and sold them all. <laughs> Yeah. Someone else was like, "You should have grabbed more Green Lanterns and sold them." I was like, "If if I could have, I would have." There's only one percent, and they're rare enough as it is. Mm, that's but, bad, that is. No, you, you did the right thing by collectors. You did. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just happy. I like. I'm happy. I got the Clayface. I would 
I would have gladly paid twenty five bucks for that clay face. Mm, yeah, absolutely. So clay hurt. face is amazing. Yeah, it didn't hurt to get a Green Lantern, a Martian Manhunter, a Two Face, a Superman. I already had the Batwoman. I've been wanting to get that Martian Manhunter as well for the accessory he comes with. Yeah, because it's perfect for uh, I know a friend. A, I think a a Justice League episode. Indeed, <laughs> the man who has everything. With Superman. <laughs> The man who has everything, it's like that um, dream machine that gets attached to him by Mongol, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, what a brilliant episode. Yeah, so speaking of accessories and figures coming with great accessories, the one I didn't get that I was kind of looking forward to was uh, Mr. Miracle, so I'll have to get him on my own. Oh, yeah, of course. That mother box. Yeah, he, he, he is certainly worth getting. He's a great figure. <laughs> Uh, but yeah that's uh, in terms of new figures and stuff that's uh, what I got new I dabble in the new Star Wars <laughs> stuff those Star Wars pictures were very very good I, I de- well I gotta say I love Star Wars I, that's the one thing people don't know I absolutely love the original so I, I'll make sure to put some love into the pictures just the new, the new stuff is what I have a problem with I would love to see the Justice League find Darth Vader. Or uh, or Batman with the lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. I'll have to do that. What's it called? Crap. What's that company that did the YouTube video? The Oh, Bat in the Sun. <laughs> Where they did that Batman versus Darth Vader video. I would, I would like to see that fight. Have you ever seen that video? I haven't seen that video, no. Oh, Sky, you would love it. <laughs> I'll have to link it to you. Yeah, please do. I would like to see that. That's that sounds interesting. Well, unless you have uh, any more figures you'd like to talk about or discuss, I think it's high time we go into the, our year review. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you're ready, Scott. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, we're going to go by company, and we're going to talk about some of the figures they made uh, what we hope they made and just basically just give an assessment of what we think, how we think they did over the year, what we hope to see from them in the upcoming years. And it's going to be me and Scott going back and forth, just giving our opinions. And I think first we should do uh, Hasbro since we both have a lot of figures from Hasbro. We both have a lot of Marvel legends and star Wars figures. (laughs) (laughs) No, well, you you give your assessment of Hasbro, Scott. Um, well, anything with a Marvel logo on it is terrible, <laughs> and anything with a Marvel and Deadpool logo on it is very terrible. <laughs> um, and that's all I have to say on that. Uh, I say for Hasbro, I think uh, the one good thing is that they have they have quality figures that uh, DC. Mattel and something to strive for to like get to that quality. So I think that is the one good thing is that we have something to try to build towards and get better. And I think Mattel is getting towards there. So I'd say Hasbro, since they do do a a decent job on their figures, they I'd give them a a grade of a of a B to A since they're just consistently put. They're what we hope that Mattel ends up getting to, where they could pump out figures at that level. With that many characters, yeah. So. Just, just as like a, I mean, I've not actually got any Hasbro figures, but as like a, 
um, a visual perspective, they they do they look pretty good, and their Marvel figures do look pretty decent. So yeah, they 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 look, they look pretty good. Yeah, I hope that Mattel gets to that level. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of Mattel, Scott, what do you think Mattel uh, did? Some fantastic releases. I mean, just the Batwoman alone is is just phenomenal. Um, some fantastic things that have come out recently with the Wonder Woman, and even though I I don't particularly care for the movie, the Gaslight Batman looks fantastic. And I, and I, you got to mention the Aquaman line. It's just a phenomenal line. I think probably one of their best that they've ever made with the Black Manta and um, the fantastic Aquaman figures. So, yeah, Mattel. I'm, I'm going to give them a 9 out of 10 or an A. We'll go for if we're nice. on grade. So I, I think they've done really, really well and they've certainly upped their game. And you can tell they're putting a lot more care, even just things like the packaging, you can tell they're putting a lot more care into what they're doing. Um, True. And it's really showing, So that, and their figures are getting better and better, much more balanced. The figures feel much more planted, and they're not as fragile as they used to be or or as cheaply made as they, they, they were. At least they don't seem that way. So, yeah, I think Mattel have done a cracking job. The only gripe I have with them is that I wish they were more accessible over in the UK, they seem to have been slightly less accessible than they used to be. So I hope that improves, but I'm sure it will in time as popularity grows with them. Man, you uh, pretty much hit the nail on the head there because I couldn't agree more with you. I feel like uh, I always felt like they could do more. And this year, toward the end of the year, they started to prove that they could do more. Uh, they really stepped up their game, like you said, around the back woman line with a clay face build a figure line they started improving the joints and adding double knees and hinged wrists and then with the aquaman line they completely knocked it out of the park uh, like you said where everything felt good the, the figures felt sturdy they looked good they had every articulation you could want and yeah i feel like there's no uh bigger compliment than saying that a company you know they weren't they're doing that well and fans let them know and they took it to heart and they decided they were going to do something about it. And they actually improved and people are getting really excited, which is all you could actually want for a company. People getting excited and wanting to buy your product. So I think, mm -hmm. yeah, you, you said it perfectly. Yeah, absolutely. And they're being bold as well. You know, they're making characters that other companies haven't made before. They're doing something different and it's really caught people's attention. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm really wanting that Batman Beyond line of characters. Oh, that looks brilliant. It looks so good. All right, Scott. Now this is a company that you've just started to dabble in. And uh, I've had a couple of figures from there. So I want to know what you think of Mayfax this year. Uh, Mayfax, wow. Um, spectacular. Two of the best figures of the year, which is the... Justice League Batman and Justice League Cyborg, um, mm. and also the Justice League Flash. I should mention him as well. Three absolutely outstanding figures with articulation that is unrivaled. The only downside with Mayfex is probably the quality, not necessarily in 
um, in paint or anything like that or in um, or in design. I was probably I'd probably say in it's sort of like things like joints popping out of place and and wrist pivots and things like that not quite being as rigid and as strong as they could be. So, but other than that, Mafex, yeah, once again, always improving. And they've had a great year. So, yeah, really impressed with what they've done. And I really like their new Aquaman they've just revealed, which looks very exciting. Oh, with the orange suit? Yeah, he looks fantastic. I may have to get that figure, unless Mezco step up their game and actually make a decent Aquaman. (laughs) We'll get there, Scott. We'll get to Mezco. (laughs) Yeah. Do you like Mafex? Do I? Mm. Um, I think, yeah, I think Mafex, they always produce figures that look really good and really have good articulation. My question for me is always uh, price because they keep creeping up in price. True. And the accessories seem to be um, getting fewer and fewer. So it just, for me... I, I really like Mafex. It's just I don't think their price uh, when the figures are new, newly released uh, is always accurate. It should be that high. And it's always evident because within a few weeks of being released or a few months, the price is drastically lowered. And that that's, when people, true. that's when people start to get the figure. Yeah, the depreciation value on them is massive. Yeah, and that's another thing. If people want to get the figure when it first comes out because it's exciting and you've been waiting for the figure, but no one, unless you want to sacrifice paying like $40 more because in a few weeks you could be paying like 40, 50 bucks. Yeah. It's, it's just a buzzkill. And also, they their figures are hit and miss because with a few of them I've had, they feel great. They feel outstanding. Mm. They feel sturdy. Like what with what you said with the Justice League Ben the Batfleck where it feels great sturdy it's a, like one of your favorite figures of the year but then they have some where you pick it up and you feel like things are falling off and you barely touched it and you know things are barely staying yeah. in the joint and that could also just vary from figure to figure that could just be a one figure thing I don't but overall I feel like the the main complaint with Mayfix is quality control and also overall price but they make great figures <laughs> yeah it's very I, I know that sounds like a lot of negative but overall they make really great figures yeah yeah no no to be fair though it is very true the price to, especially at first when you, you have to import them the price is is quite a lot and yeah that I do like Mafex a lot, but I, some of their figures, I think their facial sculpts could improve as well. Like their Superman, perhaps, is not as accurate as it should be. But then I think they make up for it. Like the new Ben Affleck, Bruce Wayne, that's coming out next year. That I think that looks spectacular. So yeah, like I had the Superman from Batman vs Superman, and his face is like yellow, and <laughs> within a within a week or two, all the joints started falling apart. So. Mm. Yeah, that was I heard one of the worst Mafex ever, though. So, yeah, no, they could have come a long way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they they have, uh, they are improving slowly but surely. 
and I hope the price does come down and I hope they're more again are more accessible to to overseas because you have to import them all the time and it's tax and shipping and all these extra expenses so hopefully they make them more accessible again but yeah overall not too bad at all two of my favorite figures they've released this year but I do definitely agree with what you're saying like with the quality control and the price because they are things they definitely need to improve on yeah um so that's mafex and then a brand that i know that you've also started to uh mess around with and dabble in is sh figure arts mm-hmm. what do you think of them their year give me your uh give me your rundown um not bad i don't really um bought too many of their figures but i gotta say this year i do particularly love that um ninja batman they released Again, similar to the Gaslight Metal one. I haven't seen the film. Not a, not a particularly massive fan of seeing it, but I do love that figure. I think I, aesthetically, it's very beautiful and the colours look fantastic. And the same goes for their Joker as well. The um, Ninja Joker looks fantastic too. Um, but then on the downside, I absolutely hated their Justice League Batman. I think it looked terrible. He looked too short. His his facial sculpt wasn't the best. Um, and he just looks kind of cheap, really. But then, yeah, by the same token, they've, they've released some great figures. So a little bit inconsistent, but not too bad at all. Do you like them? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been very selective with the figures I've gotten. The first ever... SH figure arts a figure I got was the very popular Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad. Ah, oh, okay. And that was I remember one of the first really big uh, SH figure arts figures that I saw everyone getting, and I remember being outstanded by the likeness. I thought it was a Hot Toys at first from some pictures. Yeah. And I got her, and I I was nothing but pleased. She was. Outstanding figure, sturdy, brilliant, lots of head sculpts. Um, then I got the Dark Knight. I think it's the Dark Knight Rises Batman from SH Figure Arts. He looks very, very good. I saw him in the oh. planet once. He looks great. Yeah, he's absolutely phenomenal. He looks just like him. I, I, I love Figure Arts. All the ones I've gotten. I also had the. Dark Knight Heath Ledger Joker one, and yeah, for some reason a lot of people don't like like it, but I think it's uh, outside of the NECA Heath Ledger Joker. I think it's one of the best Heath Ledger likenesses there is. I, you know, he was. You know, I saw him and Batman on the shelf in Forbidden Planet once, so I didn't buy the Joker. I always regret not getting him. He was about fifty-seven pounds, so it's a lot of money, but I regret not getting him because he he did look very like good. Him? He he looks great, yeah. The face sculpts and everything look fantastic. So you you look like his likeness? Oh yeah, absolutely. He, he looked great. Yeah, but this year I feel like um, I I put down in my notes I put stagnant because I don't feel like they really did anything to up their game. I don't feel like they really did anything uh, to hurt themselves. I just feel like uh, they released so-so releases and they're just i don't feel like they blew anyone away really with anything and 
Yeah. And that's why I just put stagnant. I feel like they're still doing the same old same. It's not bad. They didn't do it, but yeah. You know, just nothing outstanding, nothing crazy, but we'll see what they, they do this year. Yeah, I think like outside of the ninja line, it was pretty predictable with like the Wonder Woman figure and the Justice League figures. And it wasn't oh yeah, I have that Wonder Woman too. Yeah, she she does look pretty good to be fair. That Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. It did, if 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 the Mayfex doesn't look like it's uh too good, then I'll tend to go with the SH figures. Oh, but I always yeah. hope that the Mayfex looks good because they're more in line with scale. The May the Mayfax Wonder Woman's just terrible. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I saw that one <laughs> on a shelf for that and walked past it without even looking at it. It was so bad. But the figure arts one looks does look very, very good. Yeah, I'm not a yeah, not a big fan. I want to shout out uh, their injustice figures as well. Sorry to yeah, I, I shout out to their figures because they're fantastic. Those three recently got absolutely brilliant figures. All right, well, folks, we're going to uh, go to a break and let uh, a word from our sponsors go by, and we will get back to you shortly uh, with the rest of our year review. Hold on as we finish up on the second half. See you soon. Hey, this is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram, also co-host of DC Figures and Collectibles podcast and a lot of times people ask me where do I get my figures or what method do I prefer to go about getting my action figures and I tell them the best easiest way that I know of is going through bigbadtoystore.com they usually have all the newest things in stock they have things that you can pre-order ahead of time so you don't miss out on the opportunity of having them they also have figures from years ago that usually tend to be at a good price and figures that are hard to find that you may need for your collection. So if you need to get a figure of any kind, any brand, then I would check BigBadToyStore.com. BigBadToyStore.com. Go check them out today. All right, folks, we are back. We just got done discussing our thoughts on SH Figure Arts, and now we are to a uh, a pretty big company that we both have a lot invested in. And Scott, what do you think of DC Collectibles Year? Um, I think in terms of releases, they've had a phenomenal year. We've seen two amazing expression packs, and also one of the greatest lines that I think they have ever released, which is their Justice League animated line. Um, but going back to the start of the year with that Joker Expressions pack, a truly fantastic release. And I think that's going to probably be one of the most iconic ever releases as well, because you've got so many different accessories and so many cool things that you talked about on the last show that comes with that figure. And then the follow-up with the Harley didn't disappoint either. So, oh no! Yeah, that, that Harley was just amazing. Just the fact that it came with that Joker fish accessory. Yeah. <laughs> and an unmasked Harley finally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
Oh, it was fantastic. Which is your favourite out of the two? And I know you went for the Joker last week, but which one do you prefer personally to take pictures of? Well, I said Joker just because I know overall it's a more iconic of a character and the expression package is money. But for more fun, for a toy photographer standpoint, I would say uh, the Harley just because she even comes with like roller skates. <laughs> and, like, she comes with a ton of stuff. She comes with Batman's utility belt. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's pretty cool. She comes with tons of stuff. That little jester thing. <laughs> little staff so yeah she's a lot of fun I think uh, I think overall DC Collectibles had a, a a strong year I think what you said they had strong showings with the animated series figures um, I think it was a mixed bag and with the Justice League figures especially for those that aren't in the United States yeah I think that a lot of people were happy to see them but a lot of people also were disappointed that it was going to be such a difficult time trying to get a hold of them, as you found out. Yeah. Luckily, you have people that really uh, like you and want to take care of you, and they hooked you up. Honestly. So. I have a good friend in the U.S., Dan Ravalos, very kind guy, and forever grateful for that. That he's, yeah. he's helped us get them. Like, that they are literally the best line of figures that I could ever imagine coming out this year. Um, absolutely spectacular. They got Yeah, I can't argue with you either. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, that is my action figure dreams come true, getting those figures. They are just absolutely beautiful figures. And um, I hope they aren't the last from the Justice League animated series, but they likely are going to be the only ones that they do, which is a shame. But um, just the fact that they I think DC just the fact that they made them yeah just the, just the fact that they made them I mean by the same token I wouldn't be saying this if I couldn't get <laughs> if I didn't get them because of the yeah. fact they were in the US so it's kind of like a double edged thing but yeah they're amazing figures and so happy to, to own them but I do definitely agree that the way that they released them was pretty horrendous to be honest yeah, I think uh, DC Collectibles also had a strong year, even though they didn't release these figures just by showing them the the Scarecrow, Two Face, Grey Ghost, uh, mm. with Hardak Batman, Cycle Batman. Yeah, I think that restored a lot of faith in people that DC uh, didn't forget about the fact that they didn't release these figures and they're vital to the show. Yeah, they absolutely had to do that. That's basically all those figures are ba- fans have been asking for basically since the line started. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some of those figures, especially Scarecrow and Grey Ghost, should have been like in the top five series released. Like they're, they're that popular. So to like easily, so to to have to fight so hard to get them was annoying, but. At the same time, at least they're actually going to make it. I feel like if they didn't reveal any new animated lines, it would have been a pretty average year for them, which is saying a lot considering they've released three spectacular, well, well, one spectacular line and two spectacular figures. Yeah, I mean, but they had that after a year where they had animated figures coming out like every two weeks, it 
Yeah. It's just it's hard. It's hard to build upon that year. Fans have to realize we're never getting that again. No, I don't think we're likely to see that for at least five or ten years. Like to see that regularity of animated figures getting released unless a new company comes in and, and does it or DC collectibles maybe even do it again or something. You know you never know, but I I can't see that happening for a long, long time. Like DC collectibles figures are so good and yet they're so <laughs> bad. <laughs> it's strange. <laughs> All right, sir. Um Anything else on DC Collectibles, or is that about it? No, I, I think that's about it, but not that they are listening, but I've got to say thank you for the Mental Justice League figures. They're amazing. Yeah, and thank you for continuing the animated series line. Yeah, absolutely. Finishing up those figures. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, now, uh, this is going to be an interesting question because I don't know how much you know about this company or if you have any figures from this company. But I figured, I don't have much on this company either, but I figured I'd ask. What do you think of the NECA's year? Um, funnily enough, right, I did actually buy it. I brought it as just a, a, a background police officer figure to use. I bought one of the Terminator figures and got it yesterday. Oh. Now, I have no idea. I've, I've seen Terminator movies, but not seen them for a long time so I can't even remember what film it's from or anything but it's just one of, like, a police figure that's got like a, who is a Terminator and I just got him for a background figure in pictures with like Commissioner Gordon and Batman and stuff so but he, he's actually very good I, I like the quality of him so it's the first NECA figure I've ever brought and then he looks pretty good so um, I, it nice. certainly won't be the last I, I, know you, nice. I know you've got a couple of cool NECA figures like Batman Keaton is just amazing. Uh, yeah, I had the Batman 89 Keaton. I had the Heath Ledger Dark Knight Joker. I also have a Rocky 3 Sylvester Stallone Rocky figure. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, take some pictures of him. That would be awesome. Well, he's all jacked up. I've used them for like custom stuff. <laughs> I'll try to piece them together. I'll try to piece them together. <laughs> But yeah, I think uh, if you look at NECA's year this year, what I've noticed from toy photographers, and I'm sure you've noticed too, is a lot of uh, it figurines, the clown. Yes. So I think it's safe to say that they dominated in making those figures. Because I saw the movie and I've seen the amount of uh, figures they released and it definitely encompasses every single scene Mm -hmm. from that movie. So I think if you're a fan of NECA and horror, because they released two separate, they released the classic It figure and the new It figure. And then they just recently released the new um, Shadow, or I mean the Shape figure for Halloween, Michael Myers. Uh, and yeah, if you're a horror fan, they release superb, super detailed, decently articulated figures. That, and they call them the ultimate uh, versions because they have like four or five head sculpts sometimes and they have every accessory that you could ever want from the movie so i think NECA, if anything i think they stepped it up as far as i can remember because i it looks like they really got the memo or uh, looked at some toy photography pages and realized that 
toy photographers really enjoy different head sculpts and and accessories because all their figures this year seem to be stocked with them. Yeah, absolutely. And there's nothing better than having five different pictures and all of them, the character's got a different expression, a different pose, a different accessory. Like it, it's hard sometimes when you know going back to DC collectibles when you have a figure that's got no accessories and you can't do much else other than posing them. So it's nice when you have different variables with it, different things. You and when you just do. have that, when you just have the smiling Robin. Oh God, yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> I was just had a horribly happy looking Robin, or you. Uh, true. Yeah. All right. So that's uh that'll be it for Nick. Overall, I think they did a great job, like we said. Uh, hopefully they start releasing more Batman figures because mm-hmm. the only Batman figures they tend to release tend to be the twelve inch versions so far. <laughs> yeah. I I'd love to see like a Batman and Predator set. Oh yeah, I hope they release those. That would be very, very cool. Apparently, there's still an outside chance that they will release those. I hope they do. I'd be yeah, very interested in, in buying one of those because they look very good. Especially that Batman just looks so classic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It it kicks the ass of that DC Collectibles one. <laughs> the Essentials uh, line, that is. I'm, yes, yes, yes. Because that, that uh, yeah, it's terrible. So... Then I don't know if you have much experience with this toy company either. I've only uh, got a few from them, and it's the Diamond Select. What do you know about Diamond Select? Um, all in all honesty, I don't know a lot about Diamond Selects, other than I've seen some of their statues that they, they make, very nice. But no, I, I don't know an awful lot about Diamond Selects, I'm going to be honest. Okay. Um, I've only gotten a few Diamond Select. I got there. Azrael from the Gotham line because I just thought it looked cool and it was also I had a gift card and it was cheap it was 15 bucks hmm. and I was pretty impressed with the amount of articulation it has just as much as you'd find in any Marvel legend and then I also got a Hugo Strange figure from the Gotham line because it came in a suit body and it was also extremely cheap it was only 15 bucks and it was also super highly articulated, and I thought if I removed the head, you know, I could use a base body for just about any figure for a person out of costume. And it actually works pretty good. And I would say Diamond Select has a lot of potential because they have just as much articulation as any other figure. They have double knee joints. They have pivot. They have ankles that pivot. You know, they have, mm. they have everything you'd want. Um, I just feel like they don't have a lot of good licenses because uh, the only the only ma- only Batman figures I ever see them make are from the Gotham line, and no one really wants those. <laughs> so I feel like if they eventually get some better licenses, that maybe fans will be more stoked to get some of their figures. But the only thing is- I think there's potential. Yeah, absolutely. The the only figure that I, that I I've got a couple of their figures. The the major one I like is that Barbara Keen, just because it comes with the. Arkham Asylum oh, yeah. thing. And and also I, I chopped her legs off and put her in a freeze capsule. <laughs> to make her look like Mr. Freeze's wife. So that was fun. Yeah. I forgot I have her too. I have the Arkham thing. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Yeah. But other than that, I gotta have her for the diorama piece. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
every oh yeah that's the one thing i'd have to say go ahead you go go. sorry no yeah that that was the only thing i've said is that i don't i only buy them for the diorama pieces no that's what i was just gonna say that's the one thing that most people do those are superior pieces yeah they are they're they're fantastic (laughs) and that fireplace comes with alfred (laughs) oh yeah yeah i need to get some you're making me want to get more pieces. <laughs> I, think, you know, I think I actually threw that Alfred figure away because I, I stored him and he, his paint all came off him. Like, so I, I literally just bin the figure and kept the fireplace. Oh, that could have been a good background piece. Mm. Or was he too jacked up? No, he, he wasn't in the best of condition. And also Alfred's that <sighs> stupidly tall compared to the rest of the figures. So, yeah, I, I just got rid of him. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. They are a seven-inch scale. Mm. Uh, all right, so now we're getting to a few new companies that we just have uh, recently had experience with. And the first one that we're going to talk about, and Scott, I want you to give me what your impressions are thus far, is a company that's been around since 2009, and they just now started getting into action figures that are one ninth scale they're eight inches nine inches figures and it's called beast kingdom what are your initial thoughts Scott? uh very impressed actually it's a, fi- a figure company i didn't know anything about until you introduced me to them and they look very very good i'm not gonna lie and they're, they're starting to really get quite big um so yeah i'm looking forward to seeing what more they're gonna produce next year because I really like what they've done with their, their new Justice League line with like the light up figures and Cyborg. And, and I absolutely adore that Stephen Moore figure. I have to get that Stephen Moore figure. He, he is incredible. I just love the detail on him and I love the pictures that you took of him as well. Yeah, hopefully you're able to get him. But yeah, uh, so far I've been. Just like you, I've been extremely impressed. And I know I've said it before if you listen, but I'm going to say it again. I feel like their head sculpts are hot toy quality. I feel like their bodies and articulation are up there with a Mayfex or SH figure arts in terms of articulation. Mm. They could they could do it all. And they come with tons of accessories. Um, their first... The first wave of figures, they did a Batman Superman with a plastic cape, but everyone hated. They liked the figure overall, but they complained about the cape. And the next, very next wave of figures, which I think it was like the comic color version that they did at a Comic-Con, the very next round, they had cloth cape. So they listened to the people, they listened to the reviewers, the fans, the people that actually spend money on their product. Hmm. and they make the adjustment quick. They don't just say, you know what, tough, this is our way or the highway, deal with it. They actually, you know, they actually fix it. And not to mention, we talked about it uh, in our first segment, how Mayfex is starting to creep up in price more and more, or and that some figures are over $100. Well, these figures of Beast Kingdom are only anywhere from uh, fifty to sixty-five dollars, and they're, I think, better quality in some cases. So I would say Beast Kingdom absolutely killed it this year. 
and based on their catalog that they released and some of the stuff that they're showing that they're coming out with, it looks like they're going to continue to uh, release some really cool figures. I know one figure that I'm really looking forward to from Beast Kingdom is the uh, Nightmare version of uh, Ben Affleck from uh, Batman vs. Yeah. Yeah, I, it looks really cool. I checked that figure out yesterday based on what you said on the last pod, and he, he looks pretty damn good, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, it looks cool that they're already starting to mess around with and dabble in uh, soft goods for certain for certain figures, so that's cool. Yeah, I like that they stuck with, like, the... I like that they just jumped in with a, a totally cloth figure, because that's not always the way to go. Some companies do it well, and I like that they've stuck with a basic figure and then put accessories almost on him. I like, I like that they've done that because it's, it's quite, you know, it's quite a cool way of doing it and it looks fantastic. Yeah, it looks very good. Yeah, it's going to be fun to take pictures of with all those different textures and colors. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Plus, I think the uh, trench coat looks like it's wired. Mm. Yeah, it looks fantastic. <sighs> Yeah, so Beast Kingdom, I think that they get an A all the way around for quality, for look, for value, for for just actually listening to the customer. I think they dominate. Yeah. They're at the top of my list. Just for not like taking anything personally and actually being constructive with it deserves that alone. Yeah. Some companies some <laughs> some are so like uptight and really touchy about it but the fact that they listened and instantly took on advice I think that's that's very creditable yeah people notice and they they like that mm. okay next on the list Scott another new company and it's not for the bathtub it is soap <laughs> studios what if what's your impression of Soap Studios. Soap Studios have, have really impressed me. I saw a picture today of the Mezco reverse flash next to the Soap Studio flash, and there is no competition who is better. That Soap Studio... Really? Yeah, like that, that Soap Studio flash is amazing. I, I'm very, very tempted to get it just for how good it looks. It looks absolutely fantastic, and I'm so excited seeing their Dark Knight figures coming out next year, and Hopefully, oh, maybe yeah. a Supergirl, and I'm definitely going to get a couple of Soap Studio figures next year. 100% will be getting some because they look absolutely fantastic. I feel like they're getting too good to ignore now, and um, and they're only like what five figures in, we were saying, and, mm-hmm. and they're already killing it with some of their releases. So, um, it you know, my money and Soap Studio are going to cross paths at some point. <laughs> and very, very, very uh, close to to getting some of them. I honestly hope they keep on doing what they're doing and keep on improving. And I'll definitely be getting some of their figures next year. Yeah, I have to. Uh, I have to agree. I think that if you look at the first figure, the Flash, compared to their newest one, the Reverse Flash, you can already see. Oh, and also along with their other figures, you can just look at the timeline. You can see how their sculpts have already uh, gotten crisper and harder. And uh, you can already see the improvement in the articulation, the joints. Also, the, the costume on Reverse Flash is just 
I don't even know how they were able to get some of that detail because mm. it's pretty, it's pretty outstanding. And, and all in such a short space of time as well. I mean, it took Mezco years to get the <laughs> skin tone and costumes right, but they seem to have just done it in the ma- in a matter of months, which is very impressive. Yeah, and so far they've also been true to when their pre-orders arrive. Yes. Wink, wink. Yes. <laughs> but like with, uh, that, with that level of progression, it, you know, they, the sky is the limit for them. They they can make some really cool figures. Yeah, and they also have the uh, slender body mastered, where a lot of the Mezco bodies tend to look puffy, mm. even if it's supposed to be more of a slender character. True. Very true. So it'll be interesting to see how Soap does with a uh, uh, more thick or a stronger character if they're able to bulk it up. If that Bane that they've shown is anything to go by, I think they've, they're getting it pretty good. Oh, that's true. I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Yeah, they Soap definitely has a lot of cool figures on the horizon and... Yeah, they're relatively new as well, only coming out within the last few years. And like Scott said, there, there's our, he said in previous episode, and he already mentioned uh, another comparison of the day, that there's certain times where you put a soap figure next to a Mezco and it's hard to tell which is which, mm. which that's, that's already a good, that's good praise. Arguably better. <laughs> Some of their recent stuff. So I, I... Just twisting the knife a little. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I I really do like that reverse flash a lot, and I I can't. I've never can't say I've ever watched any DR reverse, so to like that figure that much is all the more impressive. It's it's a fantastic figure. That's true, and I think, uh, like you said, I think the ultimate test for Soap Studio, and I think it's the ultimate test for a lot of uh, action figure companies because only a few have been able to do it. It's going to be how they capture Heath Ledger's likeness if and when they do the uh, Nurse Joker. That's oh, going to be a big test. So true. Because it's it's proven difficult for certain toy companies to capture it. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure riding on that. Yeah, it's going to be... It'll be fun, first of all, to see if it gets released, and secondly, how it looks. I've got to mention that bank robber Joker as well. He looks freaking awesome. <sighs> I'm deaf. I I don't even care. I'm I'm gonna have to get that figure. I'm gonna have to get him. He looks absolutely I hope, amazing. I hope that mask uh, slides up and it's not just a head sculpt. Oh, that would be epic. Yeah, I hope we see more of it at the, as it reveals at Comic Con. Oh, that'd be amazing if we did. I, no. that that would be my perfect soap studio figures, that Supergirl, <laughs> and then that. Bank Robert Joe cried. That are the two that I really want to get. Yeah, the Supergirl does look really good. The costume alone looks amazing. Oh, it does. It look. It just looks fantastic. It looks. How do they do that? No, it, it's <laughs> incredible. I so hope they release those figures. Now, um, we want to. We want to do an announcement. Me and Scott, those of you who listen, <laughs> that. <laughs> That there is a high possibility that we will be at Comic Con, at San Diego Comic Con this year or this upcoming year, 2019. So we wanted to extend an invite for those of you that are going to the, uh, you could hit us up in our direct messages. 
if you're going to be there, we would love to have you on the podcast. We're going to, it, it's still up in the air. I don't want to be a hundred percent certain yet, but if, and when we go, we're going to be doing a podcast there. And if you are going to be there, we'd love to have you on. It could be five minutes. It could be however long you're available, but we're going to be doing a, a show uh, from the comic con floor. So if you're available and you want to be on the show, let us know and we'll do our best to have you on. But yeah, that is a, so that is our year in review for toy companies, unless you have any other toy companies, Scott. Um, That's all I could think of. The the only other one was Mezco. Oh, yeah, Mezco. (laughs) Mezco. Yeah. Tell me about about Mezco, Scott. Um, Okay, so they they had some pretty cool releases. The Nightmare Batman and the Batman Beyond were the highlights of that. I'll say two figures that were amazing. And then then we have the low lights, which is the Aquaman figure, who he he is virtually a statue. He he can move his arms, and that's about it. You can barely pose him because his ankles won't move. But well, according to D double underscore amazing, the the Mezco Hulk from Thor Ragnarok oh, set too. Yeah, they, that figure looks very poor and very short as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not the best. And just for the fact that we should have been talking about the tactical Batman, the, there was the Black Panther as well, and Thor. There were so many other figures that were supposed to be released and have not been. Oh, and the um, Sovereign Knight Batman as well. Um, oh, and Dark Side. Dark Side. Yeah, the, there are so many figures they were supposed to be releasing this year and didn't. Give up. It, it didn't start well when Wonder Woman was supposed to come out in February and ended up landing in was it August or September? Yeah, around then. That which was pretty dreadful way to begin the year. But <laughs> um, yeah, they just need to start delivering things on time. I know they don't guarantee times. I know people are going to say, "Oh, you know, it, it, this is only an estimate time," but an estimate time shouldn't end up being six months late that, that's not an estimate, that's a guess a bad guess a very bad guess I just, I always think it's lazy because you've got a lot of pre-orders coming out and not a lot of figures being released which is just ridiculous and it's only going to get worse because they just keep on reviewing things and they've got to hurry up to get their releases that haven't done out so it's just going to get worse Like I can't believe they've just revealed a Hal Jordan figure <laughs> It's it's just stupid. So people were getting excited about him. Like we are a year away from that figure being released. Like there is nothing to get it's excited about. Twenty twenty. Oh, <laughs> well, we're more likely to see a Green Lantern movie before then than see that figure get released. <laughs> Maybe that's why they're re- releasing that now, so it will coincide with the release. Ah, possibly. Maybe they know something <laughs> we don't. <laughs> True. What do you think yeah. of Mesco's year? Ah. <sighs> I could go on for a long time about Mezco. <laughs> uh, I'm not a big fan of them ever since they started slowly hiking up their price. As also, as they slowly started inking out more and more pre-orders, like back in the, like around 2015, 16, um, I really got upset with them and started to dislike them once they released their Joker, the first Joker they released, and 
a bunch of stuff that they showed in the advertisements he didn't come with. And then a month later, they released the exclusive Joker where it had tons of accessories. And ever since then, I stopped buying them. I even sold my old men's coat just to further my point that I don't like them. Mm. And uh, yeah, just I hear a lot of the same stuff that you were just talking about with the pre-orders just out of control about figures not actually being released years after they're shown or years after they said they're, they were going to be released. And I, I'm giving them another chance. I pre-ordered the blue... I think it's a Sovereign Knight. Yeah. Mezco. Yeah. Because it just looks like an absolute classic Batman. And it comes with a lot of stuff. So I'm hoping that I don't get bit again. But yeah, I think I think they release all they always release cool looking figures. The articulation's always iffy. But fans keep paying for them and fans swear by them. They have their diehard fans, so as long as they're making them happy, then I guess that's okay with me. Yeah, very true. <laughs> very true. Uh, but for, they're not—they're not always for me. No, I agree. They—they they don't warm themselves towards their fans sometimes. That's true too. Mm, they do make it very difficult to love them sometimes. <laughs> and, and and the fact that they don't ship worldwide again. It's just annoying. You have to pay twice the price sometimes to get them over here. It's it's very frustrating. I mean, they are amazing figures, but not always that amazing. Not for twice the price sometimes. No. Yikes. Yeah, it's it's a lot of money. They're, they're very good, but it's, it's a lot of money. Yeah, and then it, sometimes just like if you complain, it's like they think, how dare you? Yeah, it's, yeah. I still don't like, get how they finish. It's like, sir, do you think I want to spend this much money and complain? It's like, no. <laughs> so I still can't believe they've been in existence since 2014, and well, probably a bit before then, but around 2014, and they haven't got worldwide shipping yet. It's just very strange. <laughs> yeah, I was all in because I got the blue Dark Knight Returns and the black Dark Knight Returns, and I was just so happy, and then... Those were like 60, 65 bucks, and those were like their best figures. And oh, then, they're amazing. I'd love to own they're releasing They're releasing garbage like Aquaman for like close to 100 now. It's like, what happened? Yeah, that, that Aquaman is one of the most disappointing figures that I've got. I mean, it, it looks great, but it, the articulation is just abysmal. Yeah, but why couldn't they release that for like 60 bucks? Mm-hmm. The articulation isn't up to what a lot of people like. It looks beautiful. Release that for sixty bucks. Yeah, same goes. That would make people a little bit more happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, like with their first original release, like movie figure releases, like with the Superman and Batman, they were amazing, fantastic figures. But then they seem to have lost the way a little bit. I'm hoping this tactical Batman will be sort of like throwbacks though. With, stuff and it'll be a really cool looking and very articulated figure. It certainly looks like it could be but it's going to be interesting to see. Well that's a good thing about Mezco's Batman figures is they always tend to be the cream of the crop and be the most articulated. Yeah, absolutely. And they also be the ones that tend to double in retail value. Yeah. Resale value. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see them do a few more things. like Maybe another different Superman or something because it's 
No, that'd be pretty interesting to see. Or, or some different figures like from different movies and stuff like that. That'd be interesting to see, like a different Batman movie figure and things like that. would be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine if they did a 89 Michael Keaton or Batman oh, Return? That'd be amazing. Even if they did like a, a Kilmer or Clooney one, I'd love to see that in a figure form. I'd pay. I'd easily pay over a hundred dollars for a, a classic Batman style mask. <laughs> yeah, because like, they did like animated series figures. That'd be really awesome. Oh my gosh, I'd go bankrupt. I'd, I, <laughs> oh, that's pretty. I would probably have to declare bankruptcy too. Easily, I'd go bankrupt real fast. Mm, that that would be interesting to see. So we got Mezco. Are there any other ones I forgot? I I. I'm sorry, I forgot Mezco. It's probably because I don't collect them. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost fitting that we nearly forgot them. <laughs> they showed up late. One thing I was going to ask you about, are you going to get the Mondo Toys figure, Batman? And uh, uh, I don't know. It, uh, we'll see. I There's some things that I don't, that just don't please me about with how it looks, but we'll see if someone if someone does a good picture and it catches my eye, I might. But so far, I haven't seen anything that. There's certain things about that just seem off to me. I don't know. I kind of agree. We'll yeah. It's hard just to beat DC Collectibles did such a good job with um, the expression pack and their animated series figures that. I've, I've been trying to justify it in my head. Should I buy the bat, the big Batman? But then it's like I'm only gonna be able to take pictures of him until they release Freeze. Yeah, and it's not like I could do any do much except for just solo shots of him. And, and Freeze is even know, more expensive as well. Yeah, and we'll see if they start doing uh, if they if they announce that they're gonna do more of a line. Maybe I'll start thinking about it. But just for one figure, I don't know. Uh, it's a scale as well, like it throws you off for all the accessories we used to. Yeah. So uh, that's... I mean, luckily it comes with a lot, but still. Yeah, with like dioramas and stuff as well. It's gonna be a bit of a pain. Or you, you, uh, you bought it, right? You pre-ordered it. Um, I not pre-ordered it, but I'm, I'm thinking about it. I don't, I don't really know. I'm kind of like you. I'm in two minds. I mean, it's a lot of money, and it's a figure that you can only take solo pictures of for a while, and. I don't really want to get Mr. Freeze, to be honest. So yeah. it's one of those things. Like maybe I'm thinking of getting Batman because I know they're going to do a Robin at some point. So I might just get those two. But that'd be that'd be interesting to have. But yeah, I'm not really not really sure to be honest. I, I'll probably end up getting him to be honest, but I'm, I'm not <laughs> in this moment too sure. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna take my time and watch reviews and see what people think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe wait for my birthday. He just looks like a figure I... that could go really floppy to me. The fact that he's got open joints and stuff, not stand very well, but we'll see. Yeah, because he looks very top heavy. Yeah, he does. Right. Yeah, that's a, that, that, that's why I want to see the reviews. I want to see what people think. Mm. But so far, people are saying they like them. We'll see. It'd be interesting to see if you get them. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm tempted. I'm tempted. I saw Simon got them. 
Yeah, he, he, his pictures of him look very good. I like the, the grapple gun and things. That, that look good. Mm-hmm. But it, it's so hard to decide because it's a, a lot of money for for the figure. So who knows? And plus, you got the exclusive version that's sold out, and then like with the regular version, you don't like you only get one cape, and it's pretty boring and regular. Is it even worth it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, if the exclusive version for hundred and fifty dollars or whatever it was, I would buy it. But the fact that I didn't have any money at the time it came out, and now they're sold out. <laughs> they're going for like three hundred dollars yeah, on here. eBay. It's just not worth it. Yeah, same here. I mean, that's Hot Toys price, and I'd rather buy an Arkham Knight Hot Toy instead. Yeah, you can almost buy the Jack Nicholson Joker for that price. No, oh, I certainly know which one I choose out of those two. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't Nicholson joke. Pretty hard. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll definitely know if and when I get the Mondo Batman. <laughs> Maybe for my birthday, we'll see. I have a feeling you'll get him. <laughs> I don't. We'll see. It definitely will be a surprise to me if I get him. When a toy collector says we'll see, I think that means he's gonna get him. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have to. Definitely have to pull my resources. <laughs> so, any other uh, any other toy companies or toys you could think of? Um, I don't. Know, I think we've covered pretty much everything. There's probably somebody listening screaming, "Oh, what about this toy?" You're not gonna collect all of the Primal Age Batman DC? Uh, probably not. I, like, I do like <laughs> I do like the look of them, but I don't think so. Oh, actually, they are cool to look at, but you know, it'd be hard to do photography with them. Yeah, true, true. I did did want to give a shout out to Lego. I know this is a, a slightly left of field one, but I I love their Lego Batman stuff, and I love absolutely love that new Lego to um, Batman figure. They're coming out. It's coming out very soon, or it's probably going to be out next year. But I can't wait to get that. I can't wait to see that new movie. Oh, we could definitely do a shout out to Lego. I got my first Lego figure this year. It was the Red Hood Lego. That is a great first Lego figure to get. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Can't wait. We could do a shout out to Lego. Oh, I can't wait to get some new Lego stuff next year when the new movie sets drop. And I'm definitely going to do some more Lego pictures. So yeah, we've touched on tons now. Any, yes, any, that is a lot of brands. Anything else? I can't think of any more now. I think I'm exhausted. Perfect. All out of ideas. I think we got them. Uh, anything, Scott, that you got coming up, um, event-wise? Other, uh, you could re reannounce your theme for the week too. Uh, or the yeah. weekend. So the, the weekend theme with Lewis at the Bat Collector on Instagram is going to be a Boss Battles theme. I've gone full Arkham with this weekend. Lewis has got some very interesting pictures coming up. And Nice, I remember by the time this comes out, it'll be Sunday night so they can look back at it. Yeah, absolutely. He, he has got a picture of Superman and Doomsday coming up and his photos of that nice. set are spectacular, so... Be sure to check out that. Uh, he's got a nightmare picture coming up as well, so that is going to be great. But that definitely should be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I know he's recently got Mezco Catwoman, so um, oh, yeah, Merry yeah. Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. 
so he's going to get some good pictures taken of that. But um, I've gone full Arkham for this weekend. I've literally been so robotic about it and gone lost battles, <laughs> Arkham games. So that is the one question I wanted to ask you, actually. Are you... Are you Thinking of getting any like Arkham figures, or is that something you know you're gonna buy one and then buy the whole of them? Yeah, that's one thing I've always made sure I stay away from. <laughs> it just looks like it's and like a, going into getting the animated universe, it looks like it's a whole nother oh. like big old set of figures, and I know I won't want to stop. Yeah. True. Because I love those video games, and I know I want every figure, and I want to recreate every scene. <laughs> so I just kind of just, I finally just set aside my mind. like, nah, I just let, like, I just have to reserve myself and let, hopefully, Simon and Lewis and, you know, and, uh, you know, you just do all that for me. It's like, I can't, <laughs> I can't go that rabbit trail. I'm really enjoying taking pictures of the Arkham figures at the minute. Well, you do a fantastic job, and you make me... It's hard to look at them because it makes me want them, but... (laughs) uh, Uh, That's very kind. I I love taking pictures of them. Hearing your your tales of tracking down the figures, too, it's it's like a whole other hobby in and of itself. Oh, it is. It's so hard to get some of them now because they're so... Some of them are so old. Some of them are like nine years old, eight years old. So and then you got exclusives. Oh god, the the exclusives are, are such a pain. But they're the good alternate versions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's true. I, I really, I'm trying to find an Arkham Asylum Croc or an Arkham City Grundy, and it's difficult to get one at a good price or any price. Does Simon have all of them? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I think he's got all of them. Holy crap! Mm. It was Dang. crazy. He paid original price for all of them as well. So he was smart. He he, <laughs> he was very smart. He got in on it while it wasn't too hot. Yeah, but uh, <sighs> if only we knew. Oh no! Can you imagine? I'd love to go. If only you knew that you'd be a toy photographer, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is true. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna reserve the Arkham shots for you guys. I'm gonna have to stay out of that. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. My wallet will thank me. <laughs> Your wallet will be very relieved. But yeah, do you there um I know this is I don't know if you have any idea at this point in time, but is there any hint you can give? this being Sunday night slash Monday morning on what your theme might be for this upcoming week. Not an announcement, but any, um, anything that you guys are thinking about? Any ideas? Honestly, I haven't got a clue. It'll be Lewis's choice this week, so it's going to be... Uh, it's always interesting when you, you get thrown that choice on a, on a Tuesday. And, nice. And then you just got to act on instinct. So it's always a good challenge for one another, picking out themes. So that's going to be fun. Um, I almost, so I almost enjoy him picking themes more because it's a good challenge to try and do the pictures on it. That would be, yeah. I, I wouldn't want the responsibility of thinking it either. <laughs> oh, it's fun. Just, it's fun. Just do what the other person says. <laughs> yeah, it's it's be the challenge. challenge. It, it is, and sometimes I like throwing it out to the community and seeing what 
ideas they come up with. That's oh, it's always good fun. Oh yeah, that is, I do enjoy uh, when you do that. See what people pick. I would love to have you do a theme of this as well. That'd be cool. Well, that would be fun. I kind of inadvertently did it this past weekend just because I saw Aquaman. So I did some yeah. Aquaman picks too. Yes. <laughs> because that was a lot of fun in that movie. Uh, yeah, that movie was a blast. I could talk about it now. <laughs> Amazing film. I'm going to go and see it yeah. this week. Are you going to go and see it again? Oh, yeah. My, my, my dad right away said he wants to see it again in IMAX. So oh. we're going to go again. I made sure to get them a uh, gift card to the movie so they'd want to go, too. <laughs> oh, that's clever. <laughs> I like that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so is that what you got coming up? You got yeah. you got a theme on the weekend? Yeah, so I, and then, as soon as I get them Justice League figures, I'm going to rewatch the series, and there'll be an absolute ton of photos from the Justice League, so that's going to be... That's going to be interesting. And you're going to be covering uh, key moments and your favorite moments from different episodes throughout the yeah, season? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Perfect. I can't wait for it. Um, and remember, folks, he has every figure, so he's going to be absolutely killing it. Oh, I can't wait to do it. I'm so excited. And also, I bet. Talking of episodes, I'm very much enjoying your run through now of the BTAS. Episode. Oh yeah, How, that's my big... is it now. Is it six or seven? Did you say? This is the seventh time. Oh, that's amazing. And I was gonna try to hold out until the new figures got released, but I don't have it in me to keep it <laughs> keep away. No, you've got it's to gonna, again. It's gonna have to be the eighth time where it's perfection. <laughs> or if you could, because I have all the figures. If you could run through it and make it like the the, the tenth anniversary. Ooh, that'll be fun. That, that would be cool. It would be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> it would be difficult. Uh, but yeah, that's the big project I've been doing as of late. I'm going to be doing the uh, daily animated series episodes again, where it's literally every day, unless something happens or I'm sick or who knows. But usually I try to get a Batman episode posted every day. And right now I just did Pretty Poison. And that was a, that's a classic Poison Ivy episode. Yeah, I'd have to say. Episode. We had a bit of a Poison Ivy day today, actually, both of us. We did. As soon as I woke up and saw it, I was like, ah, this is perfect. <laughs> yeah, both accidentally crossed paths with that. I, I've actually oh, talking yeah, of the animated series post. I absolutely love that Christmas for the Joker picture you did. That was fantastic. Like the, the whole scene that you set up. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was... I've been wanting to do that one. I've been planning that one for a while. As, as soon as I did the last Christmas with the Joker, I was like, ah, oh, why didn't I do this scene? So, <laughs> oh, it's so funny as well. Like, you think he's going to... Oh, and the Joker's Yeah, and the Joker's laughed there, and he's like, I can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. But, yeah, then... I my favorite episode to always shoot, and I think it's because uh, it's one of the first ones I remember seeing. But also, I always feel like it's exciting doing the first post of the Batman animated series episodes is on leather wings, and I finally feel like I did uh, on leather wings post that I'm really really happy with. Yeah, that was a great picture. That was a really good picture. 
and I feel like um, you know how like the first episode kind of has like this cloudiness to it and like this grittiness. Yeah, it's very like dark and gothic feel, isn't it? Yeah, and almost smoky. That's what I was trying to get was like this um, mm-hmm. that look of the very first episode. So I feel finally feel like I was happy with it. Yeah, but yeah, that's all I'm doing as of lately. Um, I th- I think I have some packages from Beast Kingdom on their way. Oh, nice! I think they're they're gonna be uh, Marvel related, so we'll see how that goes. No, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I know I'm going to be doing reviews on the figures I got. So I'm going to be doing reviews on the Wonder Woman. I'm going to be doing reviews on like the, the Jessica Cruz Green Lantern and all the multiverse figures I got, like the Martian Manhunter and all that. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much my week for now. I'm hoping to other than just doing the podcast, we got some big guests uh, coming up in the new year. We, this is def- this is the last podcast of 2018. And yeah, it's already in a few episodes. It's gotten a lot of listeners. We, like I've said before, we've had businesses call in saying they've enjoyed it. We've gotten lots of, uh, even more than last time when you heard, we've gotten more messages from people saying they enjoy it. Um, our guest today on the that we're going to be interviewing today is figure fan Nate on Instagram. So Nate is going to be joining us, and he is big in the toy community. He uh, is always outgoing. He loves to comment on people's uh, works, encouraging. He posts fantastic uh, toy photography photos. I especially enjoy his group photos with the Joker and his crew, his gang. Especially on Joker Sunday, yeah, with his mez with his mezco Joker. I agree, they're amazing. Yeah, he always has very vibrant yet warm colors, and it's just always fun to look at. And yeah, we're looking forward to hearing what he has to say, but we're also looking forward again to the new year. We we want you guys to uh, continue to join us as uh, we go through this journey of meeting everyone in the toy community hopefully (laughs) that's the goal uh so far it's been a blast uh scott so far what have you enjoyed about the show uh and what we've done so far and what are you looking forward to in the new year as uh we continue to do this you know for everything that i love about the show the best thing about it is just been meeting new people and getting to know new people and getting to know the people behind these accounts um, it's an absolute blast doing it every week or twice a week as we are at the minute. So, um, yeah, I'm absolutely loving it and really stoked to be back at it. I can't wait for the new year and, and some of the guests that I know that we've got lined up. Very, very excited. Yeah, I think you put it perfectly. The The best part has definitely been, definitely been getting to interact with these accounts that we've seen for years now and I know you've seen them for years. I've seen them for years. And I know a lot of people that are listening have seen these people for years and you've only seen them through their photos. And I think that you put so beautifully Scott is that sometimes you forget their people. It's almost, we go about these like robotic, uh, like we're just 
checking off a list of our box like oh that's a cool picture I like it <laughs> but yeah you forget that these people have lives that you know they maybe have overcome some obstacles or maybe they're dealing with difficult things and they still manage to squeak out a picture that you know brings joy to someone else or brightens else brightens someone else's day or mm. you know like we got to hear Neroni and and how he just uh really enjoys getting to interact with people because it just it brightens his day and he he just it's nice knowing that there's people out there that do what he does and that tends to be the feedback that we've gotten a lot right yeah i agree 100 percent and it's um it's an absolute pleasure talking to them as well and, and so much to learn from people <laughs> yeah i've already learned a lot especially just from repairing toys and how to what was uh xander told us about how you to re-whiten something and get the yellow off of plastic like that was crazy yeah never would have known that no very true <laughs> yeah and uh so i'm really happy with the feedback and i'm that's the best thing that we noted before too just hearing that you guys enjoy it and we're going to continue to hopefully do the same thing just always talk about toys uh I feel like that's the thing that we do best. <laughs> we also we also like taking photos of the toys, but talking about them and nerding out is definitely a pleasure. Yeah. And yeah, we hope we're just going to continue to bring that in 2019. And if 2018 is indi- any indication of the quality of toys that we're going to be getting in 2019, I'm pretty pumped because it was a great year. Great year. It was a great year. Next year is going to be even greater as well with some of the things coming out. I can't wait. Yeah, and we'll finally, finally be able to put a close to the the original BTAS DC Collectibles collection. Oh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that more than anything. Yeah, absolutely. And we're finally going to get some releases from Mesco. Yes, may, maybe figures that were promised four years ago will finally do <laughs> oh, I'm super excited about next year. There's so many cool things happening. So many cool figures coming out. It's going to be very exciting. Yeah, it's also exciting to see, um, to continue to see new toy photography pages pop up, uh, to see that the hobby is growing and that there continues to be a flow of talented uh, creative people keep popping up, which it's only good for us because we get to continue to meet people, continue to the toy companies will continue to want to grow, hopefully, and improve. So it's been cool to see that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so many cool custom builders out there as well at the moment. I've seen a lot of people making their own figures, and they're oh yeah. We'll definitely have to get more of those people on too. Yeah, definitely. A shout out to, um, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, uh, Renke Customs, who is a very kind guy. He's been said some very kind words about this show. So, yeah, thank you for that. And he is one hell of a cool guy. And check out his page. His figures are outrageous. Oh, yeah, he does. He does, makes his own DC collectible style animated uh, customs of figures that 
haven't been released yet and pro some that probably will never see the light of day but because of his creativity and his passion uh he was and because he you know, sees that there's a community of people like us yeah which i think is important he uh he has come out and shown some crazy cool custom figures that he's created yeah and yeah Scott said, you definitely need to check out his page if you are a fan. Yeah, it's um, fantastic stuff. It looks genuine. It's absolutely magical figures. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah. I can't believe uh, some of the stuff that he's done. Yeah, I agree. But uh, it's, been a, it's been a good year. I'm There's one thing that I'm extremely thankful for, Scott, about this year. You know what it is? I have a feeling that I know what you're going to say. It's the fact that we are able to do this show. I agree. Is that what you're going to say? 100%. This show is <laughs> I am, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, what? It, it's just been a fantastic pleasure to do this. Yeah. It's a, I I have to give uh, thanks to you and definitely a big thanks to uh, Lewis, uh, the Bat Collector, for uh, encouraging us to do this yeah. and i think i think it was a good little push and um i think it's just because we don't like the the spotlight or, or whatever but it i think it was fun because it, it gives people something to listen to and yeah like we already discussed it's just cool to hear people talk about things that you're interested in yeah, yeah. so and, and, i'm glad that that we did this and it's been a lot of fun so far, like we already said. So yeah. I'm just really grateful that we got to do this. Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot of fun to just talk about something that both of us really enjoy, both of us love, and just talk about figures for a few hours a week. It's it's such great fun. And, to, and a great escape. It is. It really is. And hell knows we need an escape in this world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Uh, it doesn't hurt that people want to hear a a very smooth British accent. <laughs> they want to tune in. Oh God, I, I think it's definitely a plus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's time to wrap this portion up. Uh, sadly, it's this is going to be the last uh, time me and Scott one on one of 2018. We will you'll hear the interview with Nate of at figure fan Nate at the, at the, after this portion, but Scott, I hope you have a good 2019. I hope you have a good uh, new year's Eve celebration, whatever you're doing. Uh, same to you, man. Absolutely. Happy new year and happy new year, year to everybody listening as well. Thank you. Yes. Happy new plastic. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hope you get all the plastic you want <laughs> and more spend those gift cards on Amazon oh yeah do it uh, yeah uh, hope you guys have a safe and fun New Year's don't do anything crazy no, don't, In fact, don't if do I anything know Batman the, would do yeah if I know if I know the figure community most of us are going to be posing our figures so <laughs> Oh, yeah. Nothing too crazy. I, I'm with that, <laughs> definitely. So, all right. I hope you guys have a good uh, New Year's Eve. I hope you guys enjoy the interview. And I hope to uh, you guys will return with us in 2019. Scott, give them your sign-off. Thank you so much for listening. It's been a pleasure. And 
happy holidays to everybody. Where are you from? I'm from a little place called England. I'm at the.batfan on Instagram. And thank you so much for checking out. Yeah, you guys definitely need to go follow him. Uh, my name is Tyler G. And I am from at Batman Figs on Instagram. And you can also check out toy reviews and diorama tips at my YouTube page at Batman TAS Figs. And yeah, continue to join us. We do two episodes a week, at least we try to, every episode with new guests, which either a toy photographer a toy collector, a diorama builder, a customizer, or someone that is in the toy business industry, a representative, a creator, what have you. So this is the DC Figures and Collectibles podcast, the only podcast for the true toy collector and plastic addict. We do what you do too. We pose figures. Enjoy the interview with at figure fan Nate and we will speak to you soon. Goodbye. Hello. Hello. Hello, Tyler. How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you, Nate? We're waiting just a few seconds till we're joined by Scott. He hasn't joined us yet. No problem at all. I'm excited to talk to you guys. Uh, we're excited to have you. And now we are joined hey. by Scott. Hello. How's it going? Hey, Scott. How are you? I'm really good, thanks. Pleasure to talk to you. How are you doing? Yeah, pleasure to talk to you guys, too. I, I'm really uh, humbled and honored that you guys would ask me to come on. I, re I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, some of the guests you've had on have been following for years. So I've really enjoyed the podcast so far. Well, those, those are extremely so kind words. I was so excited when I found out you were coming on. Honestly, I, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, that's kind of you to say, man. I, I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, I could definitely say that. I've been following you for years, even when I, on my personal account before I started all this. So I'm definitely pretty stoked. Yeah, I discovered you a long time ago, Tyler. Um, you know, I've always loved Batman the Animated Series. And then I found your account. And the way that you're able to recreate those scenes, you know, just brings me back into those episodes. So I've always been a longtime fan of yours. Uh, really enjoy your work. And Scott, I've been really enjoying your weekly, uh, your weekend themes. Um, you guys are killing it on that stuff. I love I, that. That's really kind of you. Thank you. Wow. I'm, I'm already, I'm humbled. <laughs> okay. Can't get any better than that. So the show is over. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. So you guys like <laughs> Well, for the, those of you that don't know uh, Nate, let me do a little introduction. He is his handle. You can find him on Instagram at figurefan underscore Nate. And he is a self-described toy and comic collector, a lover of all things Batman, an amateur toy photographer, and a member of the STS Guys podcast, which we definitely want him to tell us about and plug because we're interested in that as well. Definitely. So if you guys haven't checked out his uh, account, you need to go check it out. He has tons of great pictures. My personal favorite is whenever he does a, a Joker group shot. That is my <laughs> personal favorite, because I love seeing the whole Joker gang together. 
It's pretty I fun. agree. I have a serious addiction to Joker, and I'm so glad that um, you guys had Joe on because I thought Joe created that tag. I really did, uh, because I found it, yeah, I found it from him. So it was really interesting to learn uh, who actually created it. And I think he said Batman Collector, who I also follow on Instagram. Um, but yeah, Joker Sunday is one of those things that like I can't stop doing. You know, I'm like, ah, maybe I won't do it this Sunday. I'm like, no, I have to post a Joker shot, and I just love. <laughs> I love shooting Joker. He's one of my favorite characters. Well, we're going to, in honor of you, we're going to be posting the announcement of this episode with a Joker Sunday pick. So, yes, that is amazing. <laughs> well, we're happy that you could join us. And uh, for also just for us, because we only know you through your pictures and what you uh, decide to share through your stories. Uh, if you don't mind, we'd love if you could give us a little background behind who you are. Uh, what got you into comics and toy collecting, first exposures to the comic world, anything like that, anything you're willing to share? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I've, I've always been into collecting something. You know, early on, uh, it was toys. You know, we always play with toys when we were younger. But, um, you know, I always had to have some kind of toy. And Teenage Mutant Turtles were always a big part of my life. I loved the cartoon. I loved the Playmates toys. You know, I had those. And, um, you know, after I watched Batman as a kid, I don't think I saw it in the movie theater. I can't remember exactly where I saw the original Batman 1989. Uh, but that just struck such a chord with me. And that was my first kind of like exposure to really what superheroes were all about. And, you know, I've always had an attachment with Batman because he's just a he's just a normal dude in a suit. You know, obviously he has tons of money, but he's just like me or you. Um, you know, and he just decides to fight crime and do what's good. And I just thought that was so inspiring as a kid. And, um, you know, I just really got attached to it. And from that, I learned about the Superman, you know, the Chris Reeve Superman movie. I watched that. And I started getting into the um, Kenner Batman line. And they paid such justice to those movies. You know, you had all the different versions of Batman. You know, come to find out as I got older, I'm like, okay, those are just repaints of the same figure. But I didn't care at the time. <laughs> Uh, because I had such love for the character. I wanted all the versions of Batman. You know, I wanted the Iron Winch. I wanted the combat belt. Um, you know, I had the toy biz stuff too. Uh, the Sky Escape Joker. I mean, Knockout Joker, all of that stuff. Um, so I've, I've always been collecting something as I got older. You know, I got into Power Rangers for a brief period when I was in, the, you know, probably elementary school, middle school. Uh, I used to collect, you know, basketball cards, DBZ cards, um, I collected coins at one point. Um, I used to collect books, like all the Goosebumps. I had the whole series of that. Oh, so, you are like total 90s kid. You are speaking my language. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Um, I mean, I, I'll reveal my age. I was born in 85, so I got on the cusp of the, you know, when the 80s were really banging, you know, in 85 and the rest of the oh. 80s and then the early 90s when I just think it was prime time to be a kid. They had you might all have the, great in the greatest era. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved my childhood. I really did. And I miss it a lot. And I think that's why I still have such an attachment to all of this stuff, because it just makes me feel like a kid again. And I can kind of connect with, you know, being a kid. And now I have much more respect for it. But having these toys and being able to create the images through toy photography, um, you know, is really kind of therapeutic for me, almost in a sense. Um, oh, they were so awesome back in the day, those figures as well, that they were like, they were our iPads back in the day, action figures, were Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, it's funny. I, I lived in Indiana for a long time, probably about 10 years when I was a kid. And I had, uh, I'll never forget this guy. His name was Corey. And I used to go to Corey's house and we'd always bring in like a mix of figures. I'd bring some and he would have some at his house and we'd play like just toys for, you know, two or three hours. And it used to be some of the funnest times when I was a kid. Oh, they were the best times growing up. In that yeah, industry. absolutely. And, um, you know, kind of from the love of toys and from my love of discovering Batman when I was younger, I got more and more into comics. And I would say one of the first graphic novels I ever read was The Dark Knight Returns. And it just, it changed my life. You know, I mean, I got, I had such more respect for comics uh, because you learn so much about the characters and the Dark Knight Returns, even though it's later on in Batman's career, it, it's such a great story about who Batman is as a person and, you know, the, the lengths that he takes to try to protect the city, but also how he's willing to push that envelope sometimes. Um, and then the Joker's in that as well. And Joker's always been my favorite villain, uh, just the mastermind that he is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm Unless talking you throw a lot Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the Superman dynamic there, and you know, you think like Superman versus Batman—that's that's a no-brainer. Superman's super powerful, but the genius of that story to me was that Batman knows that Superman's a good person, and he doesn't want to kill Batman, so he'll go toe to toe with Batman for a little bit, and then you know, it gives Batman that time to kind of prepare the fight and make it his advantage by introducing the Kryptonite and kind of trapping Superman into these different ways. I thought that was so cool how he planned out that whole fight. Um, you know, and I, I still collect comics to this day, not nearly as much as I used to, uh, but the Batman new 52 run with Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo is one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I got into Marvel a little bit too. I still love Marvel, but not nearly as much as DC. There's something about the, the dark nature of DC comics that I just love. Same here. Yeah. yeah I don't think Scott will disagree with you on that. Definitely not. I, I love DC for its darkness. It's, it's just perfect. Everything about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you guys are with me. I wish I haven't watched Aquaman. I've heard it's amazing. You know, I really want the DCEU to get up to par with how these Marvel movies are and give us those dark stories in, in a really good quality because I think they deserve it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so true. Well, one of my favorite pictures of yours uh, is of, of a figure that I don't know if too many people had even seen this movie nowadays, but you didn't mention it in your in your pop culture references as you were growing up. You have the newest Mafex RoboCop. Oh, yeah, RoboCop, for sure. Uh, I love uh, RoboCop. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you going to ask me about? I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, because I've been debating on whether or not to get him. So I was just wondering, what, what do you think of that figure? Uh, are you a big fan? Did you like the movie? Like, what overall do you think of the figure? Yeah, RoboCop's another one of those movies that I watched when I was uh, younger as a kid. And it really struck with me. And I probably shouldn't have watched that movie when I was a kid. because <laughs> It's super graphic. Um, I remember my mom kind of watching it behind me. She's like, oh, my God, is that the movie that I'm letting him watch? Um, <laughs> Can movie, I guess the scene that stuck with you? Yeah, I'm sure you know because it probably stuck with you too. <laughs> yeah, when he gets blown away. Yeah, that was like just traumatizing as a kid. Like, no way. That guy got the really bad end of the stick of that deal. Oh, yeah. I've never seen a guy that I hated more than that bad guy. <laughs> right. Yeah, that guy played the role really well. 
but yeah, in regards to the figure, I've been branching out more and more with what I collect. You know, I'm sure if you've seen my page, I love Mezco toys. It's kind of like main stuff that I go for, but Mafex um, I'm getting more and more into because they make some really great stuff. And um, when I saw they were making that Robocop, it was like a no brainer. I just had to do it because the nostalgia of that figure and they did such a good job in my opinion the articulation's great really good accessories um, he comes with the alternate chest plate alternate head you know to show damage um, he comes with that famous data spike <laughs> he even has like multiple parts in his leg for the holster so you can create the holster i mean if you love the fig if you love the the movie i think you'll really enjoy the figure yeah i think i just needed you to justify it for me now i feel good <laughs> It does look very cool, that does. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, it does look pretty awesome. Actually, what I was saying about Mafex, the figure I wanted to ask you about was that Justice League, Mafex, Batman. It's that that one of my all-time favorite figures. Yeah. Do you love that figure as much? I do. That one was a, kind of a surprise for me because that was, you know, like I said. I, I'm, say what? Same, yeah, yeah. I was surprised too. Yeah, it was it was way better than I expected. Um, the articulation, that's what I love about those. Like, you know, I love my Mezcos and all, but sometimes with the fabric, and I'm sure you guys have experienced it, um, it's a little bit limiting sometimes in the articulation. Mm-hmm. And with a character like Batman, you want to be able to get those dynamic poses and, you know, be able to see that he can bend how you want him to. Um, that's what I really love about that. And they did a really good job on the sculpt, too. Um, I like the head sculpt. It looks a lot like Batfleck to me from the movie. I, I really enjoy that figure. It looks like much more bulky, like compared to the the BVS one they did. Like it seemed a little bit too slim. Yeah, I agree. I think between the BVS one and the Justice League, it was a huge improvement. Yeah, definitely. Are you a big fan of uh, the NECA as well? Because I see, is it more of a fan of NECA or just because they produce the horror? Uh, yeah, it's like I, mostly the horror stuff is what I get into with NECA, but it's like I said, when I, I collect like a menagerie of stuff, so it's not just one line, you know, even though I love DC and that's mainly what I have, I do have kind of like my NECA horror collection too, that I don't post nearly as much of. I used October sort of as an excuse to like, okay, let's break these out. Let's take some pictures of them because I collect these and I just don't show them off. But yeah, NECA is another one I'm... I've got some of the uh, older NECA stuff. Like I've got the Michael Keaton Batman that I just broke out recently. The Superman, Chris Reeves. Um, I had those in boxes for a long time. It's funny because I have like, like this collector side to me, but I also have the toy photographer side and they clash <laughs> with each other all the time. <laughs> it's like, I should keep this in box. No, you, you know, you need to break it out and take a picture of it. It's a really cool figure. Um, so those I just broke out and I love those too. I'm I'm super jealous of the Christopher Reeve Superman because I I was looking at him now and his price is just ridiculous after sell market. Yeah, I really wish NECA would reissue a lot of that stuff because I think there's a, still a big attraction for it. Like I love the older figures of you know modern day superheroes that I'm still into because you get to see the different iterations of that figure and NECA did such a good job with those and I love that Christopher Reeve Superman. And it's sad to see that people can't get him as easily now because he's a good figure. Yeah, I, I'm, I made the mistake because I actually I passed him up a few times. I knew he was going to be hard to find, but yeah, you did a great job of capturing him. Well, thanks, man. I'm, I'm actually I was working on a shot of him earlier today. 
Oh, yes. Oh, cool. <laughs> now, in terms of Mezco, uh, in our last podcast, me and Scott talked a little bit about uh, some things that people have gripes with when, uh, with the hmm. pre-order and, mm-hmm. and how long they take. So you are a big – you're a diehard Mezco fan. You have a lot of their figures, and you definitely do them justice with your photos. So I want to know – uh, what do you think about the weights, the pre-orders? Uh, where do you stand in regards to all of that? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with some of that stuff. Even though I'm a, I love Mezco toys, I'm, I'm a customer as well. And um, seeing when a pre-order, you know, a release date gets pushed back without really any notice or communication is definitely um, aggravating. Sometimes, I can see where the where the hate comes from there. Um, you know, and sometimes like, I think the, a recent example, even though it still looks good, that Ragnarok Hulk, um, is pretty limited in its articulation, which is unfortunate because it's a Hulk figure. You should be able to move that thing around a lot. Um, you know, it should have a little bit more articulation than what it came with. So I think they make some really beautiful figures, but they do have some issues. I think they need to work out, um, you know, they don't have much of a social media presence, even though they're on Instagram, they don't really reach out to people. They don't talk to people. I mean, I've uh, gone to a convention and went to the booth and the guys just aren't very talkative, um, which, you know, is kind of unfortunate because when you really get into a company, you want to kind of have that interaction. You'd love to learn more and be able to talk to somebody about the toys and what they create. And they just, I don't really think, especially because their fans seem to be really uh, behind them and a hundred percent not to really care too much about, you know, delays because they're, they're really happy with their work. So you, you would think they'd be a little bit more open to talk. Yeah. So yeah. like hardcore Mezco pages out there, isn't there? Like just purely photograph them and nothing else. Yeah. There's one that I follow uh, 112 collective. Um, yeah. He posts a lot of stuff from the community about people that take photos of Mezco, but yeah, I mean, uh, I still love Mezco. I do have, you know, a few of them. Um, I, I kind of share my addiction for those figures because when a new pre-order gets uh, posted or something, when I find out about it, I try to alert the community with my pre-order alert posts. Like, hey, this guy's out there. Unfortunately, though, with the wait list, I, I think they kind of do a disjustice to the people that really want these uh, because they'll get released without notice sometimes and they sell out within an hour and then people have to deal with the aftermarket. And I think that's really... It's um, it's a really sour spot for a lot of people in regards to Mezco. But, I mean, overall, I, I really do like the figures. They got me early on with their uh, Dark Knight Returns Batman. I got the the one with the black cape, and I was really, really impressed with that figure. So I, I just got more and more into the line as it goes, and now it's just one of those addictions I can't stop. <laughs> What's your favorite Mezco figure out of all of them? Ooh, that's a hard one. Um, <laughs> I gotta say, it's probably the one I've taken the most photos of. Uh, is the deluxe Joker? Um, mm-hmm. It's just such a perfect Joker figure, and the fact that they included five different head sculpts—you um, can get such variation with him. He comes with, you know, a trench coat. He comes with all kinds of accessories. You can take his other jacket off and make it so he just has like a undershirt on. I mean, there's so much variation for that, even though the articulation is not amazing. Uh, it doesn't really have to be for Joker in my eyes. Uh, Joker, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't do a lot of action. He just looks menacing. Um, yeah. sure. And I love taking photos of him. So that's definitely one of my 
favorites, I would say. That figure is such a rare like find as well. We were talking about on the last podcast. Like I, I've never ever seen one of them like on on like an aftermarket or anything. Like they just seem so rare. Yeah, and that's another thing. I mean, with the the wait list the way they are, you get these scalpers that go in, and luckily they they switch the count from like six to two. So now you can only get two of a pruder instead of six. Mm. Oh, um, nice. But yeah, you'll see like a pruder sell out. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, it's on eBay for like three times the cost, which is just, it's ridiculous. Mm. People that, it's just sad that people have to do that because there's a lot of people like you guys that really want this stuff and are willing to pay retail for it, but you don't want to get gouged. And that makes you like want to walk away from the line a little bit. Like, ah, oh, screw it, I'm done with this. Yeah, I mean, to me, I, it annoys me that they only sell from their own website in the US, but they seem to be doing a lot better with getting like things imported over to the UK, like supplying other like toy stores with it, which is better. Even if the prices are more, it's at least it's better than paying like double or triple on an aftermarket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think they should open it up to international. I, I'm glad that Big Bad Toy Store kind of lets people do that, but you still yeah. don't get the exclusives that are Mezco only. Mm. Now, since we're talking about that Joker, yeah, that exclusive one, since he was released after the original version, and you just got the the new Popeye, and a, a couple of days after everyone was getting it, they released the exclusive version. Are you going to be getting the exclusive version as well? Uh, no, I don't think I'm going to get the exclusive version of Popeye. I mean, I had him pre-ordered, but I'm, I've got a friend that wants him and I'm thinking I'm just going to sell it to him, you know, for what I paid. Um, I don't need two Popeyes. And, you know, I think that's the thing with the, the, the exclusives that really rubbed me the wrong way. The first one, especially with the Joker, uh, that's the first time I think they did like a deluxe version of a figure. Oh yeah. And if they would have told me that was coming out originally, I would not have picked up the first one, even though the first one's great. The first one doesn't come with nearly as much stuff as the other one. And I feel like a lot of people feel like they got cheated because of that. Oh, I was super upset. Yeah. And that's unfortunate because the Joker is a great figure. If you were going to make a deluxe one, you should have just made that the one Joker that you did and just crammed everything into it. You know, why release another one a little bit afterwards? And the Popeye is another example of that where everybody jumped on the standard and now this deluxe version is coming out with a different costume and this collector's tin, but all the same accessories. Um, you know, people feel like they have to wait now to buy a Mezco because there might be a version they want later on. And if they're I just I'd say right. when companies do that because they're basically selling a not as good version of their own figure. They're basically saying this isn't as like, they're, they're doing them, they're not doing themselves justice when they do things like that. Really, I agree. Yeah, they have been doing more and more variants now, too. I think it, sometimes it makes sense when they give us another figure of a variant. Like, for instance, the Green Lantern. Yeah. They're giving us a Hal Jordan, you know, and then, um, uh, gosh, John Stewart. So that's kind of cool. It's a variant, but you get two different characters. Um, yeah. Other times, it's just a repaint. And you feel like, should I really buy this character again? Because it's the same thing, just a different color. That's a lot of money to spend for a different color. One thing I was interested in asking you, which version of the Sovereign Knight Batman are you going to get? The Sovereign Knight, I have the, uh, I've got the Onyx. So I got the exclusive one. Nice, nice. I'm really excited for that figure. He just looks something else. That, That looks amazing. 
it's it's one of the reasons why I bought the uh, the exclusive Ascending Night is it reminds me of Michael Keaton Batman, and he's by far my favorite version of Batman, even though I love Bale. I thought Ben Affleck did a good job, but Michael Keaton's where it's at for me. Um, so that to me is probably the closest, at least for now, Mezco is going to get to the Michael Keaton is that Sovereign Knight Onyx. Oh, I'd love You're to lucky you got it. I know. I, I, um, I'm part of a Discord uh, of Mezco collectors. So we have this like alert system now. When when a new pre-order drops, uh, it tells everybody in the chat. And then that's why I'll go to my Instagram and try to post a pre-order alert about it as soon as I can to get the word out. But unfortunately, I can't even get those out fast enough and the figure will just sell out. <laughs> and I, well, and, you know, I, I think... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to ask you, what do you think about uh, the black and yellow Iron Man? Because it looks fantastic. I really like it. Uh, the Mark 42. Yeah, it's... it's. I, I don't really read Marvel now comics, and I, I've heard that's what he comes from, and he actually has a different style of armor so it's not a one-for-one representation of that but i love the black on the gold uh mm-hmm. i just think it looks really good and it, it's probably because i love the black on gold batman suit it kind of reminds me of that mm-hmm. um, but yeah it's a great figure it's a really heavy figure it's got a lot of die cast um you know it's got the light up feature with the arc reactor i mean they did a good job and it's one of the i think it's the first figure they did without any fabric and i, I think they did a pretty good job it, it was it was impressive for sure it photographs nicely with that mat i think so too yeah it's not super shiny so it doesn't reflect back light you know at you and i love that your true fandom comes through with the color scheme yeah <laughs> it's batman after all and batman's my bread and butter that's why I love your guys' work because you know I'll just scroll through and I'll see a new post from Tyler or a new post from you, Scott, and I'm just like I love this stuff. Um, you know, it, the more Batman, the merrier for me. And um, there's so many people that I've followed through Instagram, and not just doing Batman stuff, but just has exposed me to other characters and other ways to shoot. Um, that's one thing I really love about this community is that everybody's super supportive. I haven't really met anybody that I don't like. Um, you know, there's the occasional troll every now and then that you see, but for the most part, this community is super accepting and, um, it's one big thing I love about it. And you guys are a huge part of that too, with this. Yeah. Have you seen it in your personal experience? You've, you've been doing this a while now. Uh, Have you seen it grown tremendously grown a little, or do you think it's like going to flourish in the future or what do you see with that? Yeah, so when I started my Instagram, I was primarily just kind of showing off my collection because I had like older carded stuff um, and I didn't collect as much of the figures now, but, you know, the same stuff that I do now. But from that, um, I was actually scrolling through and I found um, JC Malone um, and his toy photography. And then I started finding, you know, Bat Force Tom, um, who has been, I've been following for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, he does a lot of Batman stuff. And then from that, I started finding more and more people. And I always wanted an excuse to sort of open up my figures and play with them. And I think toy photography lets you do that in an interesting way. And the more I got into it, the more it seemed the bigger and bigger the community got, the more friends I became with other people. And I started meeting others and discovering other pages. Um, and I think it's only got bigger from there. I mean, uh, I get envious of you, Tyler, because you get those samples. And I know JC Malone does too. 
And I think that's a good representation of the industry is paying attention to toy photography. I mean, you got this movie, Welcome to Marwin, that's coming out, which basically talks about how this guy has a toy photography obsession mm. um, because of trauma that happened in his life. And I'm kind of relating to that too, because my dad got really sick uh, at one point, and that's sort of where I started getting into toy photography, probably to stay in a positive place and not have negativity in my life. Um, and it's, and like I said before, it's sort of therapeutic for me. So I love seeing that it's getting bigger. I love seeing that companies are paying attention and they want people to take pictures of their figures. Um, and it makes me excited for the future because I just, I feel like right now is a good time to be doing it uh, because it's really getting widely recognized. Wow. That was, that was beautifully put. And I think a lot of people can definitely relate to the part of it being therapeutic. I know uh, for those of you that know my story, I, 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 my first back surgery, I would look at toy photography as a way to help me uh, get through it and heal. I would definitely look at uh, Nate's stuff and uh, Joe's stuff, JC Malone. And then as I started getting bored, when I started getting more and more into it, yeah, it's like what you said, it's definitely therapeutic. So it's cool to hear that's what other people use it for as well as uh, an artistic way to use their collection. Mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you have, Scott? Yes, I, that's a really good story. And it's it's nice that something like so great can come out of something that's so difficult. You know, a, a time that is obviously very difficult in your life, which, which sucks. And then, you know, for something so good and so warm as well, the community is like everyone's so welcoming to one another, which I've, I've found um, from both of you guys in particular. So, you know, I have to say thank you for that as well, which is it's great. But... Um, one thing in particular I, I love about your work is that you always seem to bring out bright colours in in your photos. Like so, like for that that Joker picture, for example, where he's sitting on that chair with Harley and the thugs. Like you managed to make a, a dark scene look so bright, if that makes sense, and so vibrant. I really appreciate that. Um, I, I definitely have a lot to learn with toy photography. Still, I mean, there's still a lot of things I don't know, uh, but. For me, the joy of it is really just setting up the shot and creating the image. And I feel like I can do that best with Joker most times because Joker's always with his goons, you know? And I found these goons that were from uh, the Dark Knight. I think it was the Movie Masters Mattel line. Mm -hmm. And they're those little uh, goons with the masks on. And, you know, you add Harley into it and that's the DC icons, Harley in that shot, uh, who's kind of like my go-to Harley. Oh, she's an amazing Holly. <laughs> yeah, I love that figure. And then the the you know the chair with all the accessories around. I just sort of kind of kept building that shot, um, and I, I had a lot of fun with it. So I'm really glad to hear that you enjoyed it. If, it if helps you as well you know, love the character, doesn't it? Like when you love the character so much, you really put that extra effort into it and really want to yeah. make it look great and elevate it. Definitely, I, I feel like I have to give Joker you know, do credit. So I'm super critical of myself. Like, ah, this isn't good enough. Joker wouldn't be happy with this. <laughs> if you don't mind, Nate, would you please uh, walk us through your process when, when you're doing a photo, how do you go about setting up? Do you go to an area that you have set up for just this hobby? And I don't know, do you turn off the lights and then start using the lights that you would use for toy photography? Or do you build the dioramas first or, what do you do when you're starting that whole process? Yeah, sure. Um, I think it all starts with the idea. 
I'm always trying to like think of new inventive ways because the creativity is really the hardest part for me, like trying to be creative and not give the same shots over and over again. Um, you know, I do a lot of like portrait type stuff, but I try to switch it up. So for me, it's like, okay, let me think of an idea. And then what figures can I use for that idea? And then once I have that in my head, I'll, I'll usually go about the posing first, um, which is maybe a little bit different, but I try to get the pose down that I want because I think having the correct pose is really important sometimes because it kind of represents the figure in a certain way and it sort of like uh, communicates the image a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, from that, I use uh, extreme sets a lot. I do use a lot of those. And then I got the uh, NECA Dio uh, during Comic-Con last year. So I've been using that a lot lately. And those are kind of like my main two go-tos. I'll have other props that I buy um, so if I find a prop that I think would be really cool in a shot, I'll just, I'll try to pick it up. Um, cause I think finding props in this scale is really difficult sometimes, especially at a good price. Um, so I'll try to, once I have sort of the posing down the figures that I want to use, and it's more about creating those angles and a few shots through the camera, adjusting things as I'm going. Um, I try to use manual settings when I'm, when I'm shooting, um, and then sort of adjusting the light and stuff. And I use uh, four different lamps when I shoot. Um, I use daylight bulbs, which I think daylight bulbs, I heard the amazing talk about it. Um, and I think I learned it from some in the community because I didn't know what kind of bulbs to use. Somebody's like, use daylight bulbs. They're great for photography. Um, so I use that. And then I use these uh, LED bulbs uh, that have a little remote that you can change the light. And I got them for probably like 10 or 12 bucks each. They're great. Uh, but they provide like eight or 10 different lights. So I try to mix up those a lot. Oh, that's pretty awesome. How long does it take you to set a shot up sometime? Like, cause you put so much detail and, and effort into it. Uh, sometimes it can be fast. Other times it can take hours and become very frustrating. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you guys have had those situations, you know, uh, I'm getting to be an older guy. So I, I'll, you know, I'm, I shoot a lot on the floor. That's where I set up a lot of my stuff in my office. Um, nice. Yeah, I'll try to do a shot and it's just not coming out. It's not coming out. My back's starting to hurt. So I'm like, all right, you know what? Screw this. And I'll walk away for a little while. <laughs> uh, other times it comes out after a few shots. So it, I would say it kind of varies with each shot, how long it takes me. But nice. I think key is to have fun with it and if it feels like a chore or it feels like you're getting frustrated just maybe go play with a figure for a while do some posing and you might get a different idea yeah that's, that's good, good advice uh, yeah it is in the community just getting irritated. <laughs> yeah, i do too i've gotten irritated so many times and there's shots that i just won't post because i don't like the way it came out i'm not happy with it um but, you know, the community is really helpful, too. I've got my friends, my close friends, which this used to be sort of like a secret obsession for me. Like, I didn't tell a lot of people about it. And, you know, because I've always been kind of a nerd, I keep my nerdy things to myself. Um, but as time goes on, like we were talking about before with the community, it's gotten more and more widely accepted, even within my close friends. So I've got one friend in particular, uh, his name's Jeremy, that I'll send him a shot and be like, hey, what do you think about this? here's a different angle. Which one do you like more? And he's been super helpful and just, because I think it really helps to have an outsider sort of tell you what they think. So you're not just focused in your own little bubble. Um, 
you know, at least it helps me a lot to get outside opinions like that. It's great that they care about it as well, as much as you do, as people take interest. If you can get somebody interested that isn't interested in photography whatsoever, that, that says something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my girlfriend, um, it's been a, you know, a long time coming, but she has slowly and slowly been more and more accepting. And now she'll give me ideas for shots and be like, hey, I don't like the way this looks. So uh, thankfully, she's cool with me doing it and she's supportive of it. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, that was good. That was going to be the next question is like, what do, what does your family, your friends, your girlfriend think of all of it? Yeah. I've, I've tried to get more myself more and more out there as far as like, Hey, look, you know, look at my work. What do you guys think about it? But it's still one of those things that I don't talk about myself as much or, you know, I'm not, I don't have a Facebook. I don't, I'm not on social media a whole lot. I don't, I try not to post a lot about my personal life on my Instagram because I know people aren't really there for that. They're there for the toy photography. So, um, you know, being able to express it with people and having a community of people to talk to about it, I think is awesome. Um, which is one reason why I really like your guys's podcast. Cause this is kind of what I've been looking for. Like these guys, JC Malone, D amazing, uh, even Neronian, um, same old X. These guys have been following for a long time. So to be able to learn a little bit more about these guys just makes me even more connected to their accounts. Because uh, now I kind of see what kind of people they are. Hearing their voices is amazing too, kind of. Yeah, I think so too. Um, you have a great radio voice, by the way. Oh, thanks, man. I really <laughs> appreciate that. I'm, you know, I get a little practice. You guys kind of said a earlier. I'm part of a podcast with my friends, so I've been. If you don't mind, please just tell us about that and anything else that you want to plug. Go ahead and go for it. Oh, thanks for that. Yeah. Um, so we're the STS guys podcast. Um, it's a thing that me and three of my friends kind of started it. Um, they started it a little bit earlier and I kind of got on around, I would say their episode 10 of their podcast, but, um, it's just like, me and three of my friends and we're really into comics. We're into, you know, TV shows, new movies that are coming out. We go to conventions all the time. We do unboxings uh, of figures, and some of those guys are into pops. So uh, we have a weekly podcast where we'll just kind of talk about what's been going on for the week, um, you know, what we thought about certain things. Um, you know, this last episode that we did yesterday, we talked about the new movie Bird Box, and then we talked about uh, the Black Mirror Bandersnatch movie. So uh, oh. you guys can... Yeah, you can find us on um, YouTube at STS Guys. We're on Instagram at STS Guys. Uh, we're on Twitter at STS Guys. And then Facebook at the STS Guys. That sounds actually really awesome. I'm definitely going to subscribe to all that, especially on YouTube. That'd be a lot of fun to, to watch and check out. Yeah, we do. Uh, we used to do it where we all go over to one guy's house and kind of just record. Um, but now uh, we use Google Hangouts and you can do like a live stream through that and then um, just uh, post that from YouTube. Nice. And you said you go to a lot of conventions. Are you going to, are you planning on being at San Diego Comic Con this year? Uh, I did get tickets this year. Uh, I wasn't going to go, um, but it's, they, they say it's the golden year because it's the 50th year doing it, which I don't even know they had been around for 50 years. Um, so I just yeah. Sorry, what was that? They're saying it's the golden year? Yeah, they said it's like the golden... I, I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's like the golden year Comic-Con or something because it's their 50th year. Wow. 
Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah so. we we got invited to come and do a podcast. I was hoping that you guys were going to be there. We could connect and meet up. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, um, I'll be there for sure. I don't know if the other guys, uh, most of the other guys didn't get tickets. Um, there's a guy that I used to go with a lot, um, but he decided to take a break for a couple of years. So I think after this year, I'll probably take at least a year off because I've gone the last couple of years. But Comic-Con's a lot of fun. I really enjoy conventions. Um, I went to Designer Con recently, and if you guys don't know much about that, it's like a basically like a toy con for designers. Um, you know, smaller artists that do toys. They do like, you know, custom toys or Sofubi or um, some other stuff that I didn't really know too much about, but that was really a cool convention. Um, so I try to go to conventions when I can. Well, that's awesome. It's a smaller convention shedding light on different. It's not just the big companies with all the money. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Comic-Con also was really cool because I got to meet a lot of fellow toy photographers last year. Um, I got to meet I of Watu. Um, who else? Burrow. Burl Murado, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Um, he's one of those accounts I've been following for a long time. So that's another thing that's cool. If you're part of that community, if you like that stuff, there's a lot of other people that are there too that you probably know. Um, so definitely, if, if you guys are going to be there, I would love to meet you in person. Heck yeah, that would be fun. We'll, we'll be doing a podcast so we could have you back on. That would be great. Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be a blast. Well, we definitely are going to be looking for you there. <laughs> yeah. So, you're on your can you give us again where you're at on uh, sts guys so for the sts guys podcast we're on youtube you can go to sts guys online and it'll take you straight to our youtube page uh we're also on instagram at sts guys we're on twitter at sts guys we're on facebook at the sts guys we're also on spotify and itunes um so we try to get to as many platforms as we can well, that's definitely a lot. And yeah, I'm definitely going to be checking it out because until I was just doing my homework on you, I just, I had not noticed that link in your profile. So that's cool that you cover such an array of pop culture stuff. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a collection of all our interests. You know, uh, I'm sort of the action figure nerd of the group. Uh, a couple of the other guys collect uh, Funko stuff. And then we all just love comics. So we talk about the Marvel movies, DC movies, you well, know, we're proud that you're our representative in the toy photography realm. <laughs> Man, I appreciate that. Well, Scott, do you have any more questions for our guest? Well, since we're talking about next year, I was wondering, because it's a, a bit of a theme for this episode, what figures are you looking forward to next year uh, picking up? Oh, man. Um, really, that summer night, um, I'm really looking forward to that. Mm. I want to see if, you know, that's going to be, I'm hoping they, uh, they really knock that out of the park because um, I, I'm really excited for that figure. That's probably one of my most anticipated. Um, yeah. I'd say probably that's the biggest one right now. I think if they get the articulation right, that could be their best ever Batman. They've made. I agree. Uh, I think they really did a good job with the articulation on uh, the Batman beyond Scott. You said you had that one, right? Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, it's amazing. <sighs> yeah i thought that one had a better it had a different body from some of the other batmans like the the ben affleck ones are a little bit bulkier Um, and then the batman beyond sort of surprised me because it's a slimmer body and it feels like it has more range of motion 
I love your pictures you did of him as well, like with the, the red effects. It looked really futuristic. Oh, thanks, man. I need to take a, another photo of him. It's been a while. Yeah, you did really good at highlighting the uh, little effects on the bodysuit, which I love. You guys are being too kind. I really appreciate it. <laughs> well, it's true. We, that's, that's what toy photographers, they look at. So you, we love that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's funny because that's one thing I love about this community is that you can look at, you can scroll through your Instagram and get inspired by other people. There's people that are doing things that I wish I could accomplish. Uh, there's people that have certain tones, you know, to their photos and you just recognize them as soon as you see them. Um, but, you know, it, it's stuff like that that inspires you to get out there and try new things. I mean, uh, if anything, if you get stuck in a rut, you know, just DM somebody and talk to them. I mean, I'm always available for people if they want or, you know, if they have an idea or they want to just shoot something off of me, you know, I'd be happy to talk to anybody at any time. And I think that's important is to have people to talk to, to just ask questions. You know, I don't know everything. I certainly have a ton to learn. Um, so when I see other accounts like JC Malone or some of the big dogs or, you know, even you, Tyler, when I see some of those shots, I'm like, how can I recreate that in my own way? Or how can I take that idea and apply it to something else? Well, you're being way too kind to put me in that company, but yeah, I totally well, understand what you're saying. Scott's an example from today. He saw he had that Mr. Freeze shot, and now I'm like dying to find a Mr. Freeze. I'm like, I have got to find a Mr. Freeze. <laughs> too good of a shot. Uh, that's really kind from you. That means everything. That I, I love that figure, that Mr. Freeze. He's so good. I love so, the weekend theme that you guys do. That's that's a really cool idea, and you guys switch it up so much. I don't know how you create so many great ideas. I'm like, geez, these guys are thinking all the time. And it, we've like, done so many like themes now. It is kind of getting difficult, so we have to think outside the box a little bit. So. <laughs> um, but it's good fun. Like, I, it, it means a lot that you like it as well, because like, we eventually want to try and grow it a little bit. So it's it's good that you like it. It's very kind. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate you guys' stuff. Uh, I really do. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the community, so I'd be lying if I said I didn't like it. <laughs> well, we wouldn't have you on if we didn't think that you were an important part of the toy photography experience, that's for sure. Well, thanks. I, I really appreciate that. Uh, well, Scott, any, uh, anything else for Mr. Nate? Oh, actually, you know what? There was one thing. Are you going to be picking up the Mezco Dark Side? Um, so I, I had plans on picking it up. It, it's, I don't know though, you know, I kind of go back and forth. It's, it's a really expensive figure. Um, it's made out of polystone from what I've heard. So I'm a little worried that's going to limit the articulation, but it is dark side. And I've, I've been <laughs> dying for a really good dark side figure and villains. I feel like are a little bit harder to come by than heroes sometimes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd move a lot anyway, not too much. True. That's true. He doesn't need some dynamic poses, but you know, it is an expensive figure. So that's something to consider too. Oh, it's great. Um, you know, I think he's, if I remember correctly, he's like $180. So that's a lot for a Mezco. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why I stay away from hot toys, even though I would love to own hot toys. I can't afford to collect that line. It's just too expensive. And one's never enough. You've got to get more than one. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing with the way that I am about being addictive collector. I know as soon as I start one, it's just going to be a horrible, you know, downhill experience. <laughs> and then you've got to get all the accessories for them. And, yeah. and that. yeah, exactly. Uh, 
like that Arkham Joker, I, I've just been so tempted. Even the the Jack Nicholson Joker, God, I would love to have that hot toy. Oh, he's, he's tempted me for years. Yeah, just the likeness. You know, you don't see Jack Nicholson stuff. I think it's you guys talked about that. I think in a former episode. Yeah, his likeness was probably super expensive. So to have a figure like that that's so accurate to his representation in that movie, <clears throat> it's been tempting me for years, but I just can't do it. I understand your pain, my friend. That's why I feel like that uh, Mezco Joker, you had the deluxe one, is almost a good representation of a Jack 89 Joker. Yeah, I agree. I try to do a lot of 89 type quotes with that one because he reminds me of 89 Jack Joker probably the most because uh, he has he's sort of that. stripes. Yeah, he's got that Joker feel. You know, he's got that that hat that he wears. And I always felt like Jack Nicholson Joker was sort of like the gangster Joker a little bit. Yeah, he made the hat iconic. Yeah, he really did. His whole look and his attitude um, was just so iconic. And so much of his Joker and also Keaton's Batman was like inspired by the animated series as well. Yeah, uh, I didn't know that actually, but I can totally see that. The animated series, I mean, I didn't talk about that enough, but I can see your love for it, Tyler, because it's actually one of the first places I learned about the rogues gallery for Batman. All the different villains. Um, Because, you know, I, I didn't know a lot about them. But after watching that show, you get to learn so much about the intricate details of why they do what they do, who they are. You know, they're, these are mostly normal people that have bad circumstances and it's turned them into turning to crime. Um, I, I feel like that show really introduced me a lot to the, the Batman mythos and all the rogues gallery. Oh, heck yeah. And it also taught me that the Batman is not always black and white, that in the first episode with the man bat, he doesn't throw him into Arkham and be like, yeah, too bad you made a mistake, like suck it. No, he like realizes he made a mistake. He heals him, takes him back to his wife. Like, don't worry, just I'm sure he he'll never do that again. So it's like it's like that kind of stuff resonates with you. So I yeah, I understand that part. I yeah, I you know I love the series. Yeah, and I I love your photos of it because it always brings me back to those episodes. Like, oh yeah, I remember that episode. You know, I find myself just wanting to watch it after seeing some of your shots. Did you get the Blu-ray? I didn't get the Blu-ray set, um, but I probably should because I watch enough of it from other sources <laughs> that I, I should just do it. Like even yeah. though those episodes are like 25, 20 years old, they still make sense today. The stories still resonate today. Oh, I totally agree with that. Yeah, um, there's a lot of the shows back then. You know, I think we like you guys were talking about. We were kind of spoiled as kids. I learned a lot about Spider-Man from the Spider-Man show. I learned a lot about X-Men from the X-Men cartoon. That's where I kind of learned about different comic characters was from those shows so i feel sorry for kids that don't have that nowadays because they're really missing out yeah that's where i learned about stan lee was like uh, one of the final episodes of spider-man yeah exactly like i didn't know who he was prior to that i'm like oh there's actually people that create these comics and there's yeah he's not like a <laughs> yeah uh so okay since we are talking about it and you got my 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 heart beating love of Batman animated series. Can you name a couple of your favorite episodes? Oh, um, I'm going to be bad about remembering the title. Uh, the Clayface. Uh, Feet of Clay. Yes. The two back-to-back Clayface. Um, I'm sorry. What was that? 
You're already a man after my own heart. <laughs> I love that one. Um, I loved the uh, the episode where they're all playing cards. It's all the villains getting together and playing cards. Uh, almost got him. Yeah, almost got him. Uh, that's one of my favorites. Uh, I love the the Mister Freeze, the Mister Freeze episode. We kind of learn about you know Victor and how he's trying to save Nora and. You know, this guy's not as bad as it may seem. He's just desperate to save his wife, and it's kind of turned him crazy. Yeah, totally understandable. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's, I mean, there's just so many good episodes. Um, you know, there's, I love the Joker holiday episodes. I just, um, you know, seeing Joker in his red sweater and just kind of having the whole holiday theme was just so cool. Uh, <laughs> and Joker in a different light. I love the Joker-centric stuff because it's, he kind of gets the spotlight sometimes in a whole episode. You know, you'll see Batman sometimes, but I love the episodes that are just fully Joker because uh, he's one of my favorite villains. Did it blow your mind when you first realized it was Mark Hamill? It did. It really did. Um, I had no idea that was Mark Hamill for the longest time. And then once I figured out who Mark Hamill was, like, oh, Luke Skywalker. And it was after that that I re- realized that Mark Hamill's the Joker. Like, how is Luke Skywalker the voice of the Joker? <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys watch Gotham, uh, but I kind of, you get to see a little bit of the Mark Hamill Joker, but in a different character uh, when he plays the, what is it, the jokester? Or I can't remember what role he plays. Oh, in the that. trickster. The trickster, yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. So you get to see a little bit of that Mark Hamill Joker. He doesn't do it a one for one, but when I saw that, it just really made it real, like real, like, okay. Yeah. He was definitely the Joker because he has the same attitude and voice. Yeah. He definitely looked creepy too, doing it. He did. I think it's like a whole, like, it's a whole thing for him. He gets really into that role. And I love that they used him in the Arkham games. Um, yeah. You know, and they use Kevin Conroy, which like, you know, that's amazing. Scott told me he didn't like that move. He wished that they had other voices. Really? Which yeah. movie is that? Sorry. You told me you didn't like that they uh, had uh, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill do their roles in the video games, Arkham. No, no, I love it. <laughs> oh, it's the best thing ever. I, I just really instantly gets the fans on board with the game as well. It was such a smart move to do that. Yeah, that's kind of what did it for me. I mean, even though I was going to play the game, hearing those familiar voices, feeling like you're the guy like controlling the story now, like you are the Batman. Yeah. You have a Mark Hamill Joker that you're going after. How cool is that? And you're your childhood Batman. <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> for sure. And it's a little darker. It's aged as you've aged. That's true. It has it has aged uh, well. It had the, the darkness to it. It wasn't like, you know, I'm, I do love Marvel, but I always just felt like the stories when I'd read them um, always just ended so nice and neat and everything was tidy and everybody's happy. And, you know, in a DC comic, you don't always get that. And I, I think that felt more realistic to me. You know, there's things. Well, <laughs> I know you guys are DC lovers, too. Yeah, we are so that's why we're this is a this is a lot of fun talking to you because that's especially strictly all you uh collect mainly and photograph. There's a few marble, 
but yeah, I, I've tried to open it up more and more now. I was for a long time to strictly DC because that's the majority of my stuff is DC, but I do collect the occasional Marvel figures and uh, now I'm kind of branching into other toy lines. I'm trying to open it up a little bit more and not just be DC, but to provide some other stuff. Turtle shots are a lot of fun too. Turtles have, have been one of those, uh, I think I said earlier on TMNT was one of the first toys that I probably got and one of the first cartoons I really, really got into. Um, so I still have the giant size TMNT that Playmates did back in like 1989. Oh, I have, uh, yeah, I've got the whole set of those in my collection. And then uh, the I, I feel like NECA just really nailed those uh, 90s movie turtles. I mean, those figures are absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, the, I think next to the Batman 89, those are their best likeness figures. I, yeah, I completely agree. Um, they just look really great. They look accurate to how they did in the show. They come with some great accessories. Um, I love photographing them because they just photograph so well. Playing some turtle video games. That's a great show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Prime to the 21st. I hope I said that right. He uh, makes those um, arcade cabinets, which are uh, 112 scale. And when I saw that he did the Turtles one, I just, I couldn't not get it. It's just too good. Yeah, I've, I've seen a couple of stuff. We'll definitely have to give him a shout out and maybe have him on one day since he is a big part of the toy community. I would love to hear. I mean, that's one thing I really loved about Xander's episode is uh, he's not only a collector and photographer, but he's also a customizer and like an expert in that stuff. And that is one thing I am super weak in. Um, I don't know anything about how to custom. I don't make my own dios. I'm just not creative that way. I can take a toy shot, but you tell me to go draw something or create something, it will look horrible. Um, so I love hearing those the way those guys do that. That's that's perfect to hear. I'm glad that there's people enjoying that stuff because, yeah, me and Scott definitely want to have a lot of people like that on to help educate not only us, but everyone else. Because, yeah, Scott, you, you learned a lot from him just from like the little bit we talked to him, right? Oh, God, yeah. Like the, the, the customizers out there blow my mind because it's like I say, it's one thing to take a picture of a toy to actually make one is absolutely crazy. And it's so inspiring oh, to see other people make these things and. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to be able to make a custom figure one day. That'd be really cool. I've kind of dabbled in it, but not really. I'm not really that great at it. I'd, but I'd love to to make one one day. I think it's such a great idea and like so satisfying to know that you've made something that you can take a picture of yourself and suddenly you've got one and stuff like that. It's, it's really cool. Definitely, I, I'm I'm too afraid to even touch stuff because I just I'm afraid I'm going to mess up my figure. <laughs> but um you know he made that uh you guys talked about this but he made that gray ghost figure and i i actually thought that was something that had been released so i started looking yeah. for him like where is this because i don't see it anywhere come to find out he made that himself i'm like you gotta be kidding me that thing looks mm. like it was produced from dc yeah and some would say better yeah, and I know they eventually did it, and I think his version is just really, really good. Yeah, I think he uh, lit a fire underneath them because he saw how the response was. A lot of people love that figure. Mm-hmm. He's a, you know, he's he's maybe a smaller character in the show, but he plays a really, really important role because you know he's Batman's idol, 
Yeah, that nostalgic hits us twice as hard now. Exactly. <laughs> For sure. And, um, you know, I just, uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, hopefully I'm not talking too much for you, but, um, you know, I just, I, I really enjoy this podcast. I know I've said that before. Um, D amazing is another one of those guys that I've been following on YouTube for a long time. He's like my go-to action figure reviewer. So to learn more about him was really cool too. Yeah. It's, I'm hoping that we're able to get a bug on as well. Book ACBA. Oh yeah. I watch his stuff too. Yeah, he's uh he said that he'd be willing to come on soon. So I'm hoping to get all spectrum. We're hoping to get all spectrums. Well, you guys are starting out really strong, so even Marvel. We'll accept Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Opening up the doors. That's that's brave of you. Scott it was a lot it took a lot to convince Scott, but he came around. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my Marvel doors closed for now, but I am willing to leave it ajar sometime. It, it's funny because <laughs> With my group of friends, uh, the podcast that I'm part of, I'm the only DC guy. They're all like mainly Marvel, and with they like DC, but not as much as I do. So I'm always okay. we got to support Nate for sure. Now he is a DC. He's alone yeah. up there. We got to support him. <laughs> we should make our own league. <laughs> right. Uh, well, Nate, uh, thank you for joining us. I don't want to take too much of your time, but that was a lot of fun. Uh, I. I know that I Scott, you had a lot of fun, I'm sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um it's been an absolute pleasure and thank you so much for your kind words and for your time. It's been amazing. Hey, thank you guys for having me. I, I really enjoyed myself. Um and I'll be listening to future episodes for sure. Well, if awesome. we are hoping to have you on future episodes and we really hope to have you on a future episode at San Diego Comic Con this upcoming year. That would be really cool. Uh you can count me in. I'll be there. Yes. All right, well, people, please go give a look at Nate's profile. Again, it's at figurefan underscore Nate. Go check out the link in his bio to check out STS Guys podcast. They are literally on every social media, so just go look for him. Go support Nate. He's the only DC guy. We got to support our family. So thank you for listening to this podcast. This is DC Figures and Collectibles. We do what you do, too. So thank you for joining us. Uh, This is the last podcast of the year. We are honored that Nate joined us for that. Uh, We hope you guys enjoy the beginning part with the year in review. And yeah, we look forward to big things in 2019. Hope you guys have a great, safe celebration. Talk to you soon.